Welcome back, perhaps for the last time, mm-hmm. to Kind of Funny Star Wars in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Star Wars cinematic universe. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That is Kevin Coelho. That's Nick Scarpino. Hello. Barrett's not here today. Uh, he's he's at home in Cleveland. Is it actually Cleveland or is it just Ohio somewhere? I think he's in Cleveland. <laughs> okay. Is it one of those things where like, Man. oh, I'm from Texas and I like, really I'm from far, but I'll be like, yeah, it's close to Austin. It's kinda. Austin, yeah. <laughs> it's around that Who area. Knows? You know? Who knows where it is. So we got Cool Greg on the ones and twos back there. Hey, Cool Appreciate Greg. Appreciate you very much. Uh, you can watch the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnyroosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Just search for Kind of Funny Reviews. Uh, this will be our last one uh, of this type, of movie type for the year. But next week we will be doing the season finale of The Mandalorian. Woo. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Patreon producer Al Tribesman, we appreciate you, and you too, if you like him. It's a new year, and I am the Tribesman. That's good. See, it's a, That's really it's good. Good. You can have us talk about you too by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You also get the show ad-free. So many so many fun little perks. When is the, Somewhere out there, there's got to be an animator that wants to make this into a franchise, the Tribesman, the Predator and the Tribesman. Somewhere out there in the, the Predator Well, the Predator is the right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But right now, over on the other podcast, we've got Vote for Re- Regan, I think. Yeah, Vote And for a couple Regan. other guys. Yeah. So, I mean, be the special. Big, the big be cinematic a- universe, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a huge kind of funny cinematic universe out there. There definitely is. Speaking of cinematic universes, today we're talking about Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Released Skywalker. on December 20th, 2019. Directed, once again, by J.J. Abrams. Written by J.J. Abrams. And Chris Terrio, mm-hmm. with a story by Derek Connolly, Colin Trevorrow, 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 J.J. Abrams, and Chris Terrio. Yeah. Now, Nick. Yes. Do you know who Chris Terrio is? Do you know who any of these people are? I mean, I know who J.J. Abrams is, and I know Colin Trevorrow was supposed to. I think he was supposed to direct the last movie. He was, right? the, yeah. got he was supposed off. to direct this movie. It was supposed to direct off. this movie. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, got pulled off in another. Fun coup. Mm-hmm. They, they get, they, let's put it this way. If I was a Star Wars director, I would crush it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, he did Good Jurassic World, right? The yes. one and two, yeah. yeah. He's the Jurassic I don't know World who Chris guy. Terrio is. Chris though. Terrio um, is somebody that has also helped him out on Jurassic World, and so is Derek Connolly. He helped write with that. Cool. Chris Terrio also uh, was named, in when it's the written by in the credits, is mm-hmm. named before JJ mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. one. Uh, Chris Terrio is most known for Batman v Superman. Just- and Justice League. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, he was ready for that. <laughs> Interesting. How did yeah. he know that? Because yeah. he knows any time <laughs> there's anything remotely good about those tingling. two movies. There's an imbalance in the force. Greg gets yeah. a Google alert that yeah. says, Greg, you need to pay attention to someone from that that series did it's something. Like when Anakin is standing outside of, the, of Padme's room and the worms are going to bite her and they're like, I felt it too. I sensed it too. And I felt it too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool other lightsaber. Was Colin Trevorrow also? Um, Am I saying his name right? Yeah, Trevorrow. Yeah, Trevorrow. yeah. Well, was he also Cloverfield? Am I thinking somebody else? Wasn't JJ Cloverfield? Well, JJ. Well, JJ produced. It, but I don't think he directed shit. Cloverfield. Yeah, someone else directed Cloverfield. We get into this, baby. Colin Trevorrow uh, did Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World. I'm not seeing anything Looks about like Cloverfield. Lied, yeah. yeah. I'm a so big who was supposed liar. to originally direct Last Jedi? Was that always Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson. Okay. So it was going to go J.J., Ryan, Colin. Yep. And then they were like, we can't take a risk with this. We need to bring J.J. back. Uh, essentially. It, it they just of. weren't really happy with what Colin was doing, even wow. though he still gets credit because some of it made it into this It's crazy. This to movie. See. That's crazy. A uh, budget of $300 million. Woo! A box office 
Uh, obviously, we can't really tell yet because the movie just came out. It is doing extremely well, mm-hmm. but not breaking the records that uh, the other previous movies have. Currently, it has the fourth best Thursday opening of all time. It's doing awful in China. Awful. Is they, it really? Yeah. They said... Uh, they are. It's looking like it's going to be a disaster in China. That's <laughs> no not joke. Good. Yeah, mm. they. Uh, I think it. Good. I think it hit like fourteen million or something like that. Where mm. and they compared it to the past movies and the other movies, you know, far out uh, exceeded that. Exceeded that. Yeah. yeah, we are watching on a Friday, so so far all we've had are really the the Thursday. The numbers, Thursday right? night yeah. preview numbers. Uh, so yeah, so I actually wait. It's the fifth one. Fifth uh, one yeah, behind Avengers: Endgame, Star Wars: Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Harry Potter and the Death. But of it beat Part Infinity II. War, and that's all that matters. It did beat Infinity War. Yeah. yeah, but it's interesting to note that it's behind so far a trailer. I mean, it, granted, it's a preview. Who knows? Maybe everyone's going to see it tomorrow. But it's it's trailing behind the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. It's just crazy. Yeah. I would have thought this one. If you if you told me when they started this whole thing that the third one wouldn't do as well as the first two, I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. We're gonna go into this with such great energy. All the fans are gonna be united. Everyone's gonna agree <laughs> that Star Wars is great again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Runtime of two hours and twenty two minutes. Um, About longer. I don't mean that as an mm, insult. I just feel just, like when you said two, like when I looked at the time, I was like, I could have swore we've been in here. For, like. I could have swear we could have watched The Irishman a couple times. It felt long movie. to me because I needed to pee like maybe halfway through. I picked the perfect time. And I just time. kept it. I just kept you? it. Stored it in the balls. Yeah. What did I tell Jesus you? Just let it go Christ. down your leg. Let oh it God. drip. Let All it right. Die. Going around the table. Spoiler free so far. We will let you know when we're turning into full spoiler territories, which we absolutely will do. Uh, how many times have we seen the movie so far? Andy. One. Okay. I've seen it twice. Uh, just the once. I saw it twice as well. Saw it last night. I told myself I wasn't going to watch the Tenet trailer. I was just going to go into that movie Dude. blind. But the Tenet trailer played awesome. before it. And Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, Chris Nolan, come <laughs> on, bro. You're back. He knows He's what's up. Last time it was Chris. about the brain. This time it's about time. Time. The brain? Remember Inception? They go oh. in the brain. One time it was the brain. Times. Then it was the heart. Now it's everything around you. But that's then war. So the brain, space, now time. What about Dunkirk? Space time. Dunkirk. Space. Sure. That war. was about war. just an island. Yeah. What did you think about... Rise of Skywalker, Nick Scarpino. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was uh, a good way to wrap everything up. It is a lot of a lot of plot points that if you... I think I think JJ's approach to this was this. He was like, I'm going to cram as much stuff as, in this as humanly possible. As many fun quips and character back and forths and, and uh, it's adventure set pieces as possible. And it's going to go by so fast, you're not going to have time to realize how ludicrous the plot is. And you're not... And I think he was like... If we just throw everything at people, they won't stop to realize that bringing the emperor back is fucking bonkers. 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 And they, the the first line you see in the scroll is. Don't say it. Don't say it, Dick. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought we were doing the interview. No. I thought we, we're, we're not doing the We're not in a circle of trust. We're not, not yet. We will but, be soon. Um, Real but soon. I, I, I can understand people's criticisms of this movie. I, I, I walked out, I was like, okay, people, there's. There's a lot to to pick apart in this, but overall for me it worked, and overall for me it was uh, it, I felt it was a, a very touching and, and and decent end and way to wrap up all nine movies. Um, it had great moments. It had moments that I laughed. It had moments that I, I legitimately cried at. Um, I had I went in with the hope, kind of fingers crossed, knowing this wasn't going to be the case that we would get an end game level of emotion and like. And, and finale to something where Endgame felt like you were really finishing this like era of movies, and and that's what we're kind of doing with Star Wars here. And to a degree, I got that, but it just wasn't. It's it didn't quite come together um, 
completely like the Marvel movies did. And that's largely because the, the lead in movies just were kind of all over the place. And you, you just don't have that lineage or you don't have that like that really strong foundation that that Marvel went in with. Overall, though, there are, it was a lot of fan service and I I kind of ate all of it up with the exception of a few things where I was like, OK, we don't need to we don't need to like make amends for shit that happened in A New Hope. <laughs> we're OK. Like we don't need to do that stuff. But. Um, but I thought overall the performances were really, really fun. I thought um, they did a smart thing here where they were like, why don't we just get the characters back together and like put them all in these silly – and have them have great dialogue back and forth where it's kind of, I would say, uh, Marvel level back and forth with people. Um, and uh, if I ever see Oscar Isaac in person, I'm going to try to have sex with that guy. Kevin, what do you think? Uh, man, I uh, walked in really trepidatious, very – Worried about where they were going to go, and I loved it so much. I really, really enjoyed this movie. And everything they do to kind of fix the problems I had with The Last Jedi, while some of the stuff is heavy-handed, like, it's it's really heavy-handed, but, yeah. like, I have no problem with that. I was so happy walking out. Do you like it more the first or second time? Um, I feel like the second time I was able to, like, actually concentrate and, like, catch more things and, like, it was so worth There was a ton of shit the second time, yeah. time which was really just, cool. Where it just, like, didn't, yeah, and it just, I liked it more the second time, yeah, definitely. Andy? Uh, the movie is really problematic. It's got a lot of issues. Um, I kind of just mirror everything Kevin and Nick just said. It, 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 it sort of mirrors the, uh, no, that's a spoiler, so I won't say that. Uh, it's got a lot of issues, um, just like every other Star Wars movie has had. I, I think uh, Last Jedi had uh, an equal amount of stuff where you sort of scratch your head and go, huh? But um, the reason why I really, really enjoy this movie is seeing, again, this charming cast have fun together and great back and forths between everybody. And For the first time, really. And we see these aw- we see this awesome character, these awesome character dynamics between everybody. And it's sort of like, just hanging out with your friends where everybody's giving each other crap and everybody's, you know, joking around and and it's serious when it needs to be. Um, there's some decisions that I thought were just kind of boneheaded in order to do the next thing that I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of. But overall, I, I really enjoyed the movie and I absolutely regret not going to watch it uh, at Lucasfilm because I... I was like, I got, a lot, of, time. I got a lot of work to do. I'm kind of bummed out. Mm. And then when everybody went, I was like, Damn it! I should have gone, dude. Because I just I I've been itching to watch it again, and I can't wait to go back home for Christmas and watch it again. I I really, goddamn, they, they did everything that they needed to for me to enjoy this movie. And I think, despite, you know, I think Ryan Johnson went a little too hard in his subverting expectations, and I think JJ went a little too hard in reverting exactly a, what you wanted in yeah. reverting a lot of it. I I think if both of them would have toned it down, but. Uh, you know, it's clear that there were a lot of uh, disagreements uh, with where the story was going to go. And if it was only J.J. directing everything, I think that would have been awesome. If it was only Ryan Johnson directing everything, it would have been awesome. But we got a mismatch, and, and uh, it can be problematic at times. But I think with what he had to work with, J.J. landed the plane. Yeah. I think it, I mirror so much of what you guys said, where it's like, good Lord, this movie's problematic from the get. From the first opening <laughs> scenes, you're just like, what the? This, it, this is baffling. This that makes we're making, no sense. Making these decisions. Like, let's but put it this I, way. If someone told you, 
a lot of the plot points in this. You'd be like, there's no way that's going to work. But so my thing there's is, no way. I, there's no way you're going to walk away in the third act and be like, that all wrapped up nicely for nine movies. But something I really appreciate about movies is when they set up their rules and follow those rules. And I feel like this movie, for as baffling as it is from the beginning, is just like, hey, this is fan service and this isn't going to make full sense. But just go with the logic. If we tell you something, it's there. And it's because they were left with very little, where they're like, hey, we're, the good guys are left with not much, the bad guys are left with not much, and they had to begin this with like, you know, here's, you, they have everything, they have everything, let's have fun with yeah. the pieces that we're giving them, go for it. And I kind of bought it where I'm like, okay, cool, this is stupid, and at the end of the day, this is always just going to be a movie in a way that I feel A New Hope and Empire are more than movies. Um, but I, I think it is a great movie. I loved it. I had such a good time yeah. throughout the in, entire thing. And at the end of the day, Star Wars to me is really about characters. And this movie's characters are fantastic for the most part. Um, they added a whole bunch of new characters. And I loved I like so many of them. There's a couple that I have some questions about. And I'm a little bit like, I, I don't know that we needed this. Um, but the, the legacy characters, like the, the old original trilogy ones, I think that they treated very well. Mm-hmm. Um, when they show up, I think that they're used correctly. Um, so, and the, the sequel characters, oh my god. It's the, this is the first time they're like, hey, we're going to have them put together. And it's not just them interacting and meshing, but it's them meshing with Chewie, with these characters that are two and C-3PO. C-3PO is awesome in this movie. He's yeah. in this movie more so than well any other movie. But it's like, it, I feel like C-3PO is a perfect example of why I love this movie. They have more of him than ever before, and it works. Yeah. Like, that's a testament to the writing of the characters back and forth, so that you believe in them being a crew. And, um, of course, one of the greatest disservices of my life is going to be that J.J. Abrams didn't do all three. We will never know what that trilogy could have been. This is two movies kind of in one, and uh, it doesn't really work because of that. But, fuck, it was fun. I, I Yeah, I think you touched on a really good point there, right? Where J.J. Abrams uh, uh, – Ryan I th- Johnson, I think, kind of wanted to toy around with the idea or play around with the idea of, like, tearing down the past – and pushing Star Wars into a new era. And I think I, I give him credit for that because what we're seeing here is we're seeing kind of JJ take a step back and go, no, we're not going to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to take the old and marry it with the new. And we're going to find a fun way for C-3PO to fit in with the new gang. And I think he really, really did a good job there. Um, and I, I don't I don't I don't mean that as like a either or. I'm just saying it's an interesting uh, difference in ideologies there. But what I do appreciate about JJ is that, yeah. You know, Chewie in the last film kind of just had nothing to do. He was yeah. just sitting on the, the the Millennium Falcon the entire time, where where the news the story Hanging played out. out with, yeah, in this he feels like a character. He makes again. decisions. Yeah. He, he makes does, decisions. He does, he does things. C three PO has a major role that he plays in this. And when they're and we get to get to know him again through Poe being annoyed with him and yeah. like you know there, there's just a lot of there's a lot more character. They're not two-dimensional so much as they I, were in the other one. Actually, I also want to say with, with Chewie, I think we get two, like, shockingly emotional moments where, like, I I didn't cry, but, like, I got damn oh, I cried. Yeah. yeah. This movie made me cry in the hype way and in the emotional Same. way. But, uh, but uh, two, two things I want to say to wrap up my, my thoughts sure. on this are, uh, while I committed to the rules, the rules that it presented to me it, and with the fan service and all the reasons that we love it, I wish they went even further. Like, I, I don't think they could have. They, they yeah. could have. There are certain <laughs> moments, there's at least three moments where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it would have been so much cooler if. And yeah. it's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be thinking that <laughs> about the movie that literally gave us everything. And yeah. it's just like, but, I'm, but I'm there are key moments, what, and we'll talk about yeah. it later. Um, but then the other thing is, I actually, like the, the whole Last Jedi quote-unquote retcons and stuff, I 
it's heavy handed and there's some moments there's a, probably six or seven moments in this movie that are direct like hand waves of that stuff mm-hmm. um, but I feel like over half of them are actually really smart uses of Last Jedi in in terms yeah, of like absolutely. building off where it, it you can look at it and on surface level you're like oh that's a fuck you it's really not though. It's yeah. like it, they they take character uh, motivations and choices. A couple of them were, some of them yeah. are, some, some of them some, are. Some of them, yeah. But, but the, I feel like the the key ones that matter the most. It's like you can take whatever you want to get out of it, and I don't take it as a fuck you to Ryan Johnson. I take it as a like like a, a we we get you, but also that happened, and we're gonna make it turn into something awesome yeah. with with just like really really choice moments. That, that this, was, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, for me, like, this actually strengthened <clears throat> The Last Jedi, where it's like mm-hmm. some of the answers they gave us were so satisfying, I felt like. Yeah. Um, so. the, I was going to say the uh, – a lot of this movie, I'm willing to forgive its dumb stuff because I was having so much fun. And, and it reminds me of uh, – I think that most of that is just because I've lowered my expectations quite a bit with, with what Star Wars is and can be. I don't think – it's sort of what we've had to do with Jurassic Park, where we keep hoping for the first one again, and it's probably never going to happen. I don't think we're ever going to get the first trilogy ever again of Star Wars. But that doesn't mean we can't get an MCU level, a Fast and Furious level movie that is just enjoyable. And when there's dumb stuff hap- happening on the screen, when there's weird uh, character decisions or, or plot points or uh, huge reveals... I, again, I'm willing to sort of dismiss them, or not dismiss them, but accept them because I'm having fun, and what's happening on the screen is engaging, and the dialogue is funny, and it's making me laugh. I, I, I'm a lot more forgiving for that stuff. And this, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm right with you on that one. Right? If, you, if you stop and really break down a lot of the plot points in this, it's not... I mean, it's not clever. It's, no, it's mostly yeah. it's mostly just <laughs> really? giving the characters challenges or, or, or like obstacles to overcome a series of obstacles until we get to the end. But I don't mind that when when the action and and everything and the character back and forth is so fun that I'm like, cool, they're getting another MacGuffin. They got to go after another MacGuffin because. And I know that's not the best level of storytelling, but you know, I, I liken it to uh, on the way to London. I watched The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, and it's the exact same style of movie where they're just—it's just—it's a mystery that they're trying to unfold to get to the end, where they have to find this thing and 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 whatever you know, conquer um, the thing. Yeah, conquer the thing, right? <laughs> and so, if you look at that movie, if you break that movie's plot down too, it's yeah, they're just—they're just telling you a bunch of exposition of like yeah. he has to go to this library and break down into the floor, and then he finds this knight and he's got to do the thing. <laughs> All of that's completely bonkers and asinine but it's the fact that it's Harrison Ford and uh, uh, Sean Connery and they're having a back and forth and they're father and son and he reversed that role it's so fun and so I think JJ realized like hey a Star Wars movie should be an adventure it should be an action adventure a non-stop with great set pieces and fun dialogue with characters that you actually give a shit about so that when they are fighting each other on a giant bluff in the middle of this ocean that's the sea you actually feel scared for them and you're concerned for them Um, and I think I think Ryan uh, uh, wanted to do a little bit more cerebral. I think he wanted to be a little bit more philosophical and a little deeper. And to that degree, I actually do agree with Kevin and you, where I think that because he set that up, I think that it strengthened the um, 
the character dynamic between Ray and Kylo in this, oh, which yeah, I think, yeah. which I think I don't think it's a spoiler to say was the absolute strongest. Totally, hundred percent. I mean, that, the whole movie, in, the, Kylo and Ray, uh, what they built in Last Jedi is, I say, up there with the best Star Wars has to offer. Right with the throne room scene at the end of Jedi, like agree, that, yeah. that shit is so fucking powerful, and yeah. they paid it off so well because it's complex. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. And, that, and and a lot of people are like, oh, is this like I've seen criticism of this, like, oh, it's too straightforward, too simple. I was like, I don't think I don't. I really think that the the dynamic between those two in this movie really is as complex as it was in The Last Jedi. And I think there's oh, yeah. a good payoff. Yeah. And and what you were saying about what this movie is in the like comparisons to Last Crusade, I feel like anybody that's saying like, oh, this is just Return of the Jedi again is not paying attention to what this movie is. This movie is a unique Star Wars movie. There are elements, but you can compare elements of any Star Wars movie right. and I mean, be you, like, oh, well, this happened, you this happened. Any, any elements of the third act of any movie to, the, uh, to, to this movie. Totally. And I think that at the end of the day, sure, the, the Emperor's here, so no shit it's going to be similar. Well, that is the one That is the one indefensible thing. You're like, okay, yeah. It, uh, but, I mean, the Emperor and us in general like the indefensible thing. But we yeah. just, we're just going to forget everything you know. He's I, fucking I, here. But this movie is unique as a Star Wars movie where it's like, no, we, we never get this type of action adventure on this level in any of the other movies, spinoffs or otherwise. Like, Solo felt more like a heist movie. It was the closest to this, but this worked in a way that Solo didn't. Yeah. Well, this worked, yeah. I mean, I, and, and that's the thing, too, is like, you said two hours and 22 minutes. It is, from the start, Blistering. a race. Nonstop. They, it is the pace of this movie. I mean, the actors must have lost, like, 10 pounds apiece. They are running in every <laughs> fucking scene. The editing's insane. And the editing's great. Yeah, let, let, ladies and gentlemen, we're going into full spoiler mm-hmm. mode. And cool spoiler green, mode. Can you update the title as well to reflect that? We have I, I think we started off with spoilers. Oh, we did? Just in yeah, case. Just, okay, We don't want to fuck around. Got yeah, it. yeah. Good. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> when I was saying my piece about what I thought and enjoyed about the movie, I this mirror... I think, or, or this movie can just be sort of boiled down to one of the scenes in the beginning of the movie. And again, we're going into full spoilers right now, where the ca- the crew on the Millennium Falcon are light speed jumping in one of the coolest sequences awesome. in movies, so showing us all these awesome set pieces, showing us these different environments, and. That's how the movie felt. <laughs> a lot of the beginning is just boom, next part, boom, next part, and well, you feel exhausted. But, it, <laughs> but I think in many parts that was by design, right? Like, what was the big um, sort of accolade that everyone said when it came to Endgame, right? They were like, "This feels like a victory lap. This feels like they're going through the eras of the Marvel movies, and we're and literally and figuratively yeah. seeing all those recreated again." And I think that was their approach on this. I think JJ was like, "We are." F- like I don't care if this is fan service or not. I want everyone to have something, a touchstone in every single thing in this fucking movie that reminds you of every Star Wars movie that came before this. And I think to a degree, it might have been a little too much, but it's like walking into our back room where you're like, I really want candy. And you look and there's fucking so much candy. You're like, okay, I'll take some See, of this. See, this to me is like yeah. the thing that I wish that they went further with. And it's like, I know that we just spent nine I weeks. I how they could, could have possibly I know we just spent nine more. weeks going back yeah. and like being like, oh, everything needs to connect and why does everything have to be there you and whatever. This, this movie's different though. The dice. Uh, oh, they didn't have the dice. Oh, yeah. this, this movie though is different where it's like, that's what this is. And like from the get-go, they're like, no, the Emperor's back. This shit's happening. Cool. Um, wait, we don't have any uh, bad guys? The Emperor's here. He has bad guys. He yeah. has thousands of ships. I, they have thousands of Death Stars. It's like, why are the stakes this high? That's I, ridiculous. But to me, I'm like, cool, that's where we're at. Yeah. Give me it all. Throw it all. And if you're going to treat this movie like a music video, when they're hyperspeed jumping, let that be a little bit longer. Let me see Naboo. Let me see these planets that we haven't seen. Like, m- 
go full fan service, not just like a couple random planets. I, I, mean, I thought had, it was cool to which see a I couple loved. random planets that looked so different than what we've seen, and also that being an answer to the fact that like now they can chase you through hyperspace. Yeah, where it's like where you have oh, to, you have to pull this crazy yeah, shit, crazy maneuver, of this thing set up, and, and that, again, the only way to lose them is to destroy them. Yeah, you know? another great thing that was not you know not necessarily my favorite aspect of the Last Jedi, but they took it and they said, okay, well we've got, got to this make technology, we're gonna embrace this, and how do you get away now? Oh well, now it's harder to get away. Yeah, we got a fucking hyperspace through planets and shit. It was, I mean, I think that whole the whole sequence. First off, how fucking much money did it cost <laughs> to render that ice planet for the five seconds it was on screen? Like that is a huge set piece. God, it looks so cool. And it was though. so beautiful, and the they literally thing? they don't even stop. <laughs> to yeah. fuck it, they just yeah. whip the ship around and then get the fuck out of it. And I'm like, all right, it's like you're, right. it's like you're like, yeah, I gotta pee. Like I'm not stopping. You nah, just gotta man. run out of the fucking car while we're. <laughs> I, so while we're I, I loved that so much though because uh, the Millennium Falcon goes in and then the crew's already there. The action's going. They got the thing. They got the message. Cool. And as they're going out, it's like that's when they give Chewie something to do. Where Chewie gives the the call of like, hey, blast the shit to make the thing fall. So they hit yeah. into it. I'm like. Thank you for making Chewie not just a pet. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he's a co-pilot. He's, yeah, yeah, he is the he's guy. Two hundred years old for Christ's sake. I, I love the moment where he's playing the like you know the space chess mm-hmm. and he's just beating them. And he's like, "How does he win every time?" He's like, "He's super old." He's so <laughs> like old. even the like the touches of that where it was funny. Now like him being incredibly old, which was just seemed like a random thing earlier. Now is like being used to like that's why he's so damn good at this game. Yeah, yeah, and good and good at piloting yeah. and all these things. A I, game that we know get. he's been playing for over what forty years from Love Solo, Snow. right? I think Snow. a decision to introduce that Emperor, uh, the Darth Sidious is back. I think the decision to do to that so early to start out was the smartest thing they could have done instead of revealing it later on. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think when you juice it early on, it's in your mind already. And even though you're like, what the fuck? Uh, something cool happens. You're like, oh, cool. I can't or whatever. But I, I mean, if, they, didn't, there wasn't if they even would have revealed that later on. The, the, no, but it, if, yeah. if it would have been saved for yeah, halfway down, we would have been agreed. like, are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. Really? You I think know? we would have all been much lower on this movie if they did that. But that's why I think we're high on it. Yeah. It's like, they just set the expectations from the beginning. The dead speak. Is the first line God, of the thing, so cool. and you're like, "Fuck, I guess." And then three literal like voice lines into the movie, he reveals that he made Snoke, and you're and just not like, "You see yeah. Snoke like floating in like fifty <laughs> different stones." You're like, "What the?" Fuck? Which actually like fuck, so yeah. so this is this is like interesting because it's fucking bonkers. Right? I'm it's, a sucker for dumb shit like that. Bonkers <laughs> that they brought that they brought the Emperor back. But that like, what no a sense. cool answer to like, "Oh, Snoke who has no Snoke? background. Who is he?" That's not it a cool answer. I disagree. I think I liked it. I think it would have been a cool answer if it, if that's what the second movie would have been about. I think if the second movie would have been about who's who is pulling all the strings behind this, and then the reveal was that the emperor actually wasn't dead, it could have been. It would have felt a lot less out of left field. Yeah. But you do. That is the one huge leap in logic that you just have to swallow. Like this guy that you saw fall thousands of feet and then explode and then everything that he was that was around him exploded again is still alive and the only thing that's hurt on him is his back you're like okay did he break his back that was it like maybe everyone should be a Sith because these motherfuckers are indestructible it seemed like his whole lower torso was gone which is gone right Uh, but at the same time yeah they did not even try to explain that and like it's it's not that I I need to give them respect for that but it's just like (laughs) what an interesting move to be like hey 
It doesn't matter. Well, he somehow survived. The fact that they they go, and to Andy's point, the fact that they go like, we're going to get this out of the way right out of the beginning, mm-hmm. and then we're going to spend the rest of this movie proving that it's an okay decision was ballsy. But it works. Because you get halfway through, and you remember how fucking ominous and awesome the Emperor is, and you go, all right. Like, what's the guy's name? Uh, Ian McDermott? Ian McDermott, yeah. Phenomenal, Phenomenal. In this. I think he's the best he's ever been in any Star Wars I movie. agree. Do the it. way they used him, the fact that his eyes were all fucked up, and then did you notice when his power comes back? Yeah, they come they, back. They, they cut, the yeah. eyes come back, and he's oh, just he's got, so like, rad. the red again. Every and scene yeah. he was in, the lighting, they, they the God, lighting decisions so where cool. he was being lit from different angles. Yeah. It was, like, yeah, weird lightning sort that, of stuff. It was so scary. That fucking planet <laughs> that they have him on. Where Kylo Ren's Mexico. just walking and he's this tiny little thing with this monolithic monolith fucking thing with lightning above him. coming from the ground. Coming from the ground. Because yeah. it's cool coming from his power. Oh, I love it, man. So, a question. Were all of the followers Snokes? Or what the fuck were those people? No. They were Sith. They were Sith. They were just Sith I would followers. imagine those are the people Loyalist. that live on that planet. See that? Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't, also, I didn't know if they were They like, were making the Snokes. Yeah, working on all the ships. I we think, see them I think that's like doing shit. a very cool. It concept yeah. that really should have been a lot better fleshed out. But the idea of like. He's still his power's still around, and he's he's like he's still like somehow pulling the strings. I thought it shouldn't have worked, but it did for me. And to me, it's I'm like okay with it. the fact that Jason Satham is the one that killed Han in Fast and Furious, and then it gets invited to the barbecue. Of, it's that sort of logic where I'm just like, "Fuck it, I'm having fun, man." I, the, like I'm laughing, I'm crying, I like you know whatever. I, I'm the here Emperor to be literally says. I've been pulling the strings the whole time. And it's like, there's maybe like five lines that as they were happening, I looked over at Kevin. We were both just looking at each other like, don't need it. What the fuck is Star Wars turned into? It was such but a. But it is, Fast it is it's turned into yeah. Fast and Furious. It, it, for better or worse. It was but, such a. The Patriots have been dead for hundreds of years. Like, it was yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of like the Lolly Lule Low. It, it was is. Totally oh my that. God. But even the imagery at the end, I turn, I think I was sitting next to my buddy, my buddy Brennan. I was like, that looks like Metal Gear with like him hanging off the so big yeah. thing. Oh my God. That looks so goddamn but it was cool, cool, though. But it, and that's the thing. Like I, I think that again, a lot of this shouldn't have worked, but because of the way it was shot, because the acting was so good, because the back and forth is so good, you just go, it, it just it works for me, and you kind of just forgive the fact that it's bananas that this guy is back. Yeah, but he also is the worst and aw- most awesome villain ever of the Star Wars franchise. You're like, well, fuck it, I got to give it to you. If you're gonna, if you need a hit, you bring back the Beatles, right? Totally. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Um. I, so, uh. So. I guess the next scene followed up, you know, we're going before to we move on. Oh, I just want to say like one small, ch- or well, not small, but like a change in last Jedi that I think would have totally reinforced it is if somehow we had seen a Snoke clone that was like fine after he got cut in half. Oh, that would have been amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had that same that thought. Given like, well, like imagine oh shit, if he got wait, cut we in know half. that guy got cut in half. How is he like, how is he alive? Still? Alive. And then this movie starting and being like, fuck, I'm done with the Snoke like, uh, facade. It was. It's always just been me. Would have been such a simple thing, but it is two different people's visions. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And yeah. I think that it would have been really cheap if it started with Snoke oh, and hadn't cut away and been like, "Oh, yeah, he was a joke." That would have felt too much. I don't like know, grievous. man. I don't even want to think about yeah. it. But I will say because the Snoke stuff, like they're being clones of Snoke, is that's the type of shit where I'm like, the moment you think for one second about that, it makes no sense. It was but, very but, but, but in a way I loved. The idea of clones <laughs> has been obviously set up. We know that we can clone yeah. things, and it's not the best. Uh, it's not the best stuff. Uh, why story does he clone? Why not just somebody? Those one guy that was created. Well, because him you, being a clone makes just why. Well, because I mean, and besides, the, I, I, I am totally explaining this away with my own with my own logic. This was not set up in the movie. So, but my thought on it was he picked a uh, a Sith Lord that was powerful in in the past, 
and cloned him and made multiple copies of him so that he could be his puppet. Just in case he needed more. Just in case he needed yeah. more. But still all dumb. that is, I mean, again, that's me just it's completely. It's still dumb. That, that's, yeah. It's dumb and it's me <laughs> yeah. completely filling in the plot holes, which is poor storytelling. But what I like about this movie is that, yes, there are a lot of parallels to Return of the Jedi, not the least of which is that the bad guy from Return of the Jedi is back <laughs> and doing exactly what he did in Return of the Jedi. But what I dig about this and what I, what I like about this movie in general is that it follows the basic logic of a lot of the Marvel movies, which is that you're gonna we're going to give you exactly what you want, only a little different. This was exactly Return of the Jedi, but a little different because Vader was a was a devout follower of the Emperor. And this one, Kylo does not like him. He does not like that his strings are being pulled, and he wants out. And the way he wants out is because he sees Ray and he goes, "You and I can beat this guy together, and we'll figure out our relationship later, whatever that is." But this guy, he's going. He's down. in our way. Yeah. He's in our fucking way. And like, whereas my grandfather uh, knelt to this guy, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to fucking kill anyone in my path. And man, the shit he does in this movie is fucked up. It, it, also, I really like them starting with him just cutting down these people to get the Great sequence, the, yeah. way, the, the hollow, waypoint. The holodeck, yeah. what is it? The, the hol- Star Trek. That was from Star Trek, sorry. Yeah. Holocron. Holocron, yeah. Um, like him cutting him down. Like It's so cool to see like uh, him as a badass just massacring people cool and cutting scene. through it. He's got a goal and he's going for it as quickly as possible. They that scene didn't work hol- for me as much the second time. They didn't like it the that, Holocron, though, right? No, they, they call it like a Decacron oh, yeah. or Decacron. Well, something. no, the Holocrons are the they Jedi. The Jedi yeah. knowledge cubes. That's a Holocron. Right, but I think that the, the Sith... The Sith Holocron. It doesn't have a different it's a name. Holocron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that they it had a different but, but watching, like rewatching the movie when it starts and it is just him like in weird slow mo with awkward cuts. The slow mo. It was the thing where I'm like, oh, this definitely. There's a lot of footage on the cutting room floor. This was a much longer scene with dialogue and stuff, and they ended up just cutting it into this like because they were like, we're at two hours and twenty. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, slow down, let's fuck? go, just go. And like, so there are moments where I'm like, oh, this like it doesn't work as much. But then there's so many other moments that I'm like, I love the pacing and I love the fast edits because that like that feels. It allows you to you keep saying like just. Move on and like get on to the next thing, and it that somehow and just it's, works. It and it's also skipping. Let's it's also let's be perfectly honest, a direct result of every like our criticism. Obviously, he listens to this show of the Last Jedi being <laughs> slow and meandering, right? Like the Last Jedi is about is about like slowing down and really being introspective and really digging into what these characters are going through, and it, that's mirrored in the action of the movie, which is just the slow foot race in space. JJ watched that and was like, uh uh-uh. uh. This one's going to be the opposite of that, where if I see a character even sitting down on set, you got to go do fucking laps. <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit's bonkers. Like, it, it was it was a, a mile a minute. And I, and, and I like that, but at a certain point, I was like, okay, I have to pee, and I need there to be some lull in this. To, be, to put it in terms of, like, graphic design, it was kind of... Uh, Transformers, where I was like, "There's just so much going on here. I don't know what to focus on, but I need a moment to like let my eyes relax." And you don't really get that, but when you do, we do get, I think, some really cool character conflict points. Mm-hmm. Not the least of which is Ray. Like, I think Ray's story in this. I saw some criticisms were like, Ray, "Ray doesn't have a character arc in this at all." I'm like, I fucking vehemently disagree yeah. with that. I think her arc is awesome, and I think the reason why it's awesome is because she finally has a uh, she finally has an answer for who she is, and it's a terrible terrible lineage you are not like, your family it, it is essentially if you thought you were a kind person the entire time you're like i have this weird conflict to me and then you fucking figured out that your grandpa was adolf hitler you'd be like fuck what does that make me am i a monster am i a monster because of my bloodline or can i choose not to be a monster whereas like and then kylo had the opposite where he was like i don't know if i want to do this anymore and i feel this inner conflict and the, and the two of them together i thought really really did 
you know, where, where we left it off, where, uh, you know, in The Last Jedi, where I was like, I fucking hate that we left off with light and dark again. I think JJ was able to come come back into that gray mm-hmm. area and go, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there's light and dark, but what if she kills him? What does that mean? And like, how is she going to feel? And that moment where she stabs him and realizes that she's made a mistake. Yeah. And the moment where she thinks she kills she Chewie. Th- yes. Oh, oh my all God. All of those Jesus. are like. Oh my God! Are you a bad person? Like I told you, she puts lady out of her fucking. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that I told was you, so I told cool. you guys this uh, on the on the walk back, leaving the movie. I part of me wished that Chewie died there. No, because I, I I that moment was so heavy, and it was caused by her. It wasn't intentional. It it was this accidental sort of discovery of her true sort of Sith powers, and I thought that would have been so like. Here, like we're putting the stamp on this right now, and this is this is a fucked up moment. And I, in, in the theater, I just thought, oh my god, are, if they commit to this, yeah. this is awesome. And then it turns out Chewie wasn't a different transport ship. When, when well, you when you I, re- I get when, you don't have to yeah. kill him. When we rewatch it, there's two transport ships right next to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. so, so uh, like that, that's another say, part I hated that Chewie got out there. I hated, but it's one of those that things where really like dumb. yeah, with, that was dumb. But like PG adventure storytelling, though, it had she killed Chewie, that meant she would have had to die at the end. The way we have characters set up in in, in, in like movie pop culture, and mm-hmm. this is how I knew Kylo was going to die at the end, and I even called it last movie. I was like, he has to die. Yeah. No matter how he's going to have a redemption arc in this movie, but no matter what happens, he has to fucking die at the end of this movie because the, the crimes that he's committed, murder is the cardinal sin in writing. If you have a character that that, that murders someone, yeah, even by accident, have, accidental murder. you have to either go to prison or you have to die. There's just it. that is just the way it goes. There's no way that I there's no way that Ben would have been like, "Hey, everyone, I'm good," and then the audience would have accepted like, "You know what? But give me a pass on this but one." What I love that what they about did, Jason Statham? That's a, a huge <laughs> problem. I, it is a horrible decision. Yeah. What I love that what they did is they had they had Han there. They had Han give him his like forgiveness and be like, "Hey, you're not gone yet. Kylo is dead." Ah, what a Fucking awesome oh, moment I lo- I that was. Love- when you hear his voice, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, uh, I know. And, I, I, I know like and it's another situation of like, "Hey, throw out the rules." The rules. No, it was a memory. It, it was like, a memory. I, I don't. Yeah. It was a Leia I, I had no thing. problem with that. Leia, yeah. Leia made it happen. I don't know about like, Leia. Like, yeah, that, um, that was her final act because Leia's body's still there until right. all that stuff and, ends, and then it goes away. Like Leia was. She's like, I have the. Uh, she only has like the power for to do, be able to speak to him one more time. It wasn't just the saying Ben. Like that seems like it doesn't take yeah. that much power. It's I think it was to her, projecting to, herself to project yeah. whatever As to make him think of solo. solo. But my favorite fucking her, thing yeah. is when he turns and he goes, "Dad," and he's about to say, "I love you," yeah. and he doesn't even say, "I love you." And oh. Harrison Ford goes, "I know." Oh man. It's just goddamn. <laughs> uh, do you think that? Do you think that? Because I mean, because obviously Carrie Fisher died before they finished filming of this. Do you think that they originally intended for her to like force project herself over to that and then die like Luke did? No, I don't, I don't think even think well, this. I don't even think they died even, before. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think they had the story structured. At a, also, and it's obvious. <laughs> the the was that like had that already somehow been recorded? With the Leia stuff, or was that all digital? Whatever like, they did, because like they, it, they fucking did they a lot of it. Yeah, so much of the Leia footage, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of this going forward once things start actually getting released. But it is just reused stuff from shots from Force Awakens. Mm. You can actually see her like it's the same exact movements. Like, movements like they just have her, yeah. and like it'll, she'll be just be talking to a different character. Okay. Yeah. They also so use a lot of yeah. playing with like her, I mean, the back of her head. They utilize that really so well. They also like, used a lot of un, uh, unused footage, is what J.J. Uh, um, Abrams was sort of. So they wrote dialogue around up. what they had, but okay. yeah, but and, and that's where it didn't really work for me a, a lot because you could tell that they were 
sort of fabricating these conversations based on a thing that she said maybe. I and, really and feel like people only say that because they know that. I yeah. had no idea. I thought they filmed all the stuff and to me it totally yeah. worked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had no I didn't know until afterward until someone was like they used footage from Force Awakens and Last Jedi or whatever the fuck. I was like, ouch, I had no idea. I thought they just cut her scenes down. It it, it could be that I just know that, but I like when you see her sort of say a line that doesn't completely match with what's happening and and it's just sort of conveniently fits. It it felt a little off to me, I, but I there was one moment where I saw CG lips on her mm. do something, and it, it was just one little tiny line that she said. But for the for the most of it, it, it was just her unused footage sort of stuff. I feel like they used her so sparingly that like it totally worked for me, and I and it it's nice because I think that I think the Last Jedi used her a little too much and relied a little too much on her relationship with Poe that it kind of. I, I mean, I think this is going to sound crazy, but I think Carrie Fisher was probably the best she's been in the entire the last three movies in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And I don't know if that's I, I don't want that to be a reflection of maybe they like digitize her or whatever. I just think her character, her presence on screen was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I can we talk about for a second that she is training Ray like when that when that initially started, I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? You know, where I was like, this doesn't make any sense. As far as we know, like she didn't train like. But then we find out we, that we have that moment where there's a flashback and the digital like faces, which I thought it totally. Like Tron. I was like, this is dope. I, I thought it totally worked. And like we get that like, oh, shit, she went for the training, which makes 100% sense. And it also strengthens the last Jedi Mary Poppins moment. Not it doesn't. Not hundred percent. It doesn't no. fix it. It doesn't. At it doesn't all. fix it, but it does strengthen the sense. Like she had an understanding of the force. I never had a problem it. with that moment because I didn't believe she had the force. That ability and how they used it was stupid. Same. We keep saying it should have been her in the ship force field. Yeah, we would. No one would have complained. We would have been like, okay, cool. Fill but in I, the gaps, right, it had train. still been this. I I still think that that like this. Um, addition in the movie in in this movie would have strengthened that of like, oh shit, she has training stopped training because she felt like her training would culminate uh, culminate in the death of ben which it did right or i guess Kylo. i thought the scene yeah. was fucking awesome well, i ben. love that they did in the dark they listened to they listened to the show to everything we always talk about them. don't show too much of the faces yeah. just yeah. show enough second of it. and like even arguably it might have been too much like well, Leia's Leia didn't look great for some reason weird. but whatever but Luke's look give him the mask awesome. make it dark we see the green lightsaber can't really ask for more. We see the green lights that we see her. What was it like? Uh, it was kind of blue, but it was kind of. It, it's it like, blue. yeah. Was it blue? It, I thought it was like, like a lighter light shade of blue. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it so much. Um, I, it's blue. Well, it's, it's just blue. Because at the end, when they have the two of them, yeah. it's blue. Wanna go. It's disappointing on uh, on a couple levels that they I, that they introduced this element because I wish they had introduced it sooner. I. It's not a leap in logic. It was never a leap in logic to me that Leia had had the ability to use the Force. It's just that like her ability to use it so well in Last right. Jedi made zero sense because she had never trained with it. The fact that we know that she trained with it, again, to- makes total sense. If I had a brother and I was this badass Jedi and he had that power, I'd be like, guess what? We- I'm going to train you. Yeah. You're absolutely going to get trained. And we knew that Leia had the power because it was set up in uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, where he's like a sister. Oh, you right. got, I can feel that there's another. Yeah, that she's We're got gonna go power. After her. We're gonna go after yeah. her too. So that's super cool. But it makes me so sad that we didn't get that movie. It makes me so sad that that George Lucas didn't just pick it up like well, a couple years late, after. You know? uh, uh, maybe, maybe but, you know that's the thing. Maybe like, they recast the, it. Maybe they make that movie. But uh, I mean, I don't think it'll be that, as is exciting. That a, is that a movie?
movie we want now? No. I don't think so. But not now. I wanted it before. Now that I know how everything ends, I don't really give a shit if I see her training because she never uses it. Spoilers: she never becomes a Jedi. Um, but I, I mean, think that element was cool, and I think the fact that she had trained and could then go on and and push Ray toward her training was awesome. And the fact that Ray calls her master kind of sarcastically at a certain point, but like she does. I don't, I don't think that's no, I don't think it was sarcastic. Well, yeah. she said like I, I don't mean. I'm sorry, sarcastic is not the right word, but she says it kind of like tongue in cheek, like. We're more than that. Our relationship is a little bit more familial. But she says, Master, I think that's cool. I, I 100% agree with that decision. And I think it's cool that, that the Leia, it just, I think it strengthens the Leia character more. I, I don't love the fact that it has to retroactively strengthen the character from the prior movie because that's not how movies work. But whatever. But I mean, this did, and I, I think that it did strengthen it. And I'm it happy. Explains, it explains, it explains away a stuff few things, where it's which like, is nice. I. Like, coming into, like, or after Last Jedi, I was like, man, I don't know, my, my like, love for this series is, is really starting to feel like more, it, it's um, 4, 5, 6, and um, uh, Rogue One, and I'm just, like, I don't know if I'm going to want, like, if I'm going to rewatch the, the, this new trilogy, but, like, with its conclusion, I feel like it is something I'm going to rewatch. Mm. Before we go on, let me tell you that this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Ooh. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up, Andy. You specifically. I'm listening. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving Let's this holiday season. Up. Yes. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> Shave it if Shave you have you to. Have to. <laughs> uh, that's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. That's always really, really helpful. Uh, so you don't get your ball hair everywhere. <laughs> uh, the Manscaped Kevin Perfect Package 2.0 oh also includes... It's so painful. God, Kevin, you, you need the Perfect Package 2.0. It would have really helped. It also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Uh, these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean, Kevin. I do! Good. Uh, the perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's the season of Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, your neighbors, everybody, the gift that keeps on giving. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Also, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows that you are more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. Greg Miller had to take out a loan when he first moved to San Francisco. He had a lot of issues with that. Upstart could have helped him, man, because they go beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They understand you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. And the best part is once your loan is approved and accepted. When do you get them, Kev? The next business day. Wow. That's so soon. Uh, over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals, and you can add to that number. See why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Back to it, guys. Uh, now that we're done with the aren't ad. Aren't you missing one? What's that? I don't know, man. Are I you? think you're missing an upstart ad. Whew. Just a heads no, he up just, for you. He just read upstart, didn't he? he just read oh, upstart. you did? I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. 
You helped me, Kevin, the next business day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> the very next day. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship. What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Wado, are you a Sith Lord now? <laughs> you need a bad guy now, right? Eh? Nick, it's like that song you like. I'm the bad guy. It's me, Wado. It is. We, we know it's you. We know it's you, Wado. You got all the clones. Oh, you got the old Emperor. Where the Wado, JJ? Where the Wado, JJ? Everybody wants them. They put this little guy. They go and they say, we no, got a Babu freak now. <laughs> what you oh, say? Oh, so cute. Talk about Babu freak. No, uh, bigger than a pumpkin, Babu real, freak. A little they pumpkin. They steal me. They appropriate little lady. Here's <laughs> 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 what you say. They made Wado go bad, eh? <laughs> I want to be a Jedi. I say I treat the slaves good. Now, no food for them. I'm gonna treat them bad, eh? Where's the story the going? <laughs> yeah. I hate the sand, Nanny. Where is he going? He went bad. He went bad. He was good. He went bad. You see, he used to love sand. Now he hates sand. Because he's saying it's bad for his synth skin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> careful with that thing. Thank you, Wano. We, we appreciate Those you, I guess. Those are good news. <laughs> wow. My movie. Yeah. Okay. I love that he's got one glove on. He's got the glove. <laughs> so he's a simple, but he's also Luke, I guess. I don't know. He's a genius. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, um I I want to give a shout out to the moment <laughs> where Lando comes back with all the ships. Yeah. And oh. there's just a thousand good guy ships in the air. A million. And they literally start playing the Star Wars theme song. Just like not a remix, not a different nope. arrangement. No. It's just the theme song. While they're like flying around fighting, and I was just like, "This is pure joy! Like this is so awesome!" And then Zora Bliss, Carrie Russell's character, flying a fucking Y wing, doing all these spins and shit that are dope as hell. They have the back and forth with Poe, and I'm like, "I love this! Like this is why I love Star Wars!" And you guys just just nailed it. What a totally. heart! Go ahead. I was gonna say, what a heartwarming moment of like w- contrasting the Last Jedi, where like they put the call out and no one came, seeing. Everyone standing up to fight because it's like, hey, this is it. If you don't do this, there's going to be all these ships out there that will destroy your planet if you don't, you know, fall under uh, his rule. I loved it. Zora Bliss, too. Uh, Zora Bliss. I mean, they introduce a lot of characters in this that I'm like, you did not introduce any of these characters. But they, but I like them all, so I'm like, cool, that's fine with me. It was worth it for the find it for the final back and forth. Oh, God, the, the back and forth where he oh looks at her, God. he's like, huh? like, oh, like, no. I loved her, Jonna, the the character that with the horses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was fine with her, and I get that like she brought the horses. The one thing that I thought was extremely weird, and even more weird the second time watching the it, Lando thing the is end. the thing with Lando. Yeah, it's like very creepy. weird. They imply, it's creepy. Like you, you get this creepy sense that he's her dad and wants to fuck. Yeah, it's like wants the banger. Uh, Billy D, like 
What was your? What, what's going on what there? What you doing there? I don't know. Where what are you from? Let's find out. Because like the oh, dialogue kind of. Like, are we like, gonna find out in your pants, Bobby yeah. Williams? Like, is that where your is that where your uh, map is? It was very weird. It was yeah. it's very really, weird. Really, really weird. And they held it for so long. Yeah. I I don't uh, the the introduction of the the stormtrooper characters, the ex stormtrooper characters, I think needed to be fleshed out way more. The I, fact that she just goes, "There's a bunch of us," and he goes, "Well, there's a bunch of us." Like, and you get that it's like, oh. Like uh, uh, Finn has finally found his family because that's what this is. The whole movie is kind of about is people finding their place and their family. Um, so I, was I, like, I got a different vibe from that. I got it more that he kind of inspired a lot of desertion. I don't think so because they didn't know he existed. Watching it the second time, um, him and him talking to much about his feelings. Here's something that's super interesting. You know how he was sinking? Yeah. And he's like, Ray, I need to tell you something. Yeah. What happens with that? Nothing. But what, what, what was he, he going to tell him? He loves her. No. no. Really? No. He's force sensitive. Yeah. So cool. What? Dude. Yeah. There's He's force m- sensitive. Multiple, multiple moments in this. He's like, it's just a feeling. It's just something you yeah. know. When Ray dies, he he's knows. in the Falcon. He knows. And he's like, he's like, Ray. Yeah. Like in the same way Leia it's, does. And it's like, when you watch it again, well, you're like. not set up well. No, no I, it, I think it is. It is. It but is. it is one of those things. The and second it's like, viewing. why is he not saying it in front of Poe? Because Poe thinks that all this shit's stupid right now. He's like, we can't. Don't worry about your training. Don't worry about this force mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you rewatch it with that, you're like, oh, my God. This is actually extremely well yeah. done. Because you think it's I love you. It's not I love you. It's he has the force. He just. He's not ready to like say it because oh. he's not sure. If that yeah. was the case, they needed they needed to have a resolution to that. That was one of those where I was like, when I walked but, out of the theater, I was like, why the fuck? Why didn't they have one scene where he was like, "I love you"? I thought he was like, because they set it up that they were but, they might have had a relationship in the first movie. Like he had, a and then in this on one, him, the entire know. time he's so fu- in Last Jedi, he's so worried about her that he's willing to desert and and like and and risk being thrown in fucking prison or killed, like. I don't know. That was weird. I, they need to have at least one scene at the end where he's like, I'm force sensitive. And she's like, I know. That's I needed that resolution. Watch I, it again. Yeah. And I just look for it. I think they do an amazing No, I got job. that there's he was force sensitive. Too, yeah. But I, I totally understood that part. But I didn't think that was a plot point that needed to necessarily be set up or 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 like I, I just didn't I didn't think that was a very relevant thing. I just thought that he was like, Oh, okay, he's force sensitive, just like a lot of people. At are this force point, sensitive. yeah, uh, exactly. I kinda got that vibe as well that everybody is kind of force sensitive. Uh, uh, I I don't think that's what it was. I don't think it's everybody. I think that he was force sensitive and that may be one of the reasons why his path went this way. Also, really quick to It's a cool so, concept. I wish they had to flesh that out more. Uh, the to, idea of like what that's why he was like, I don't want to be a stormtrooper because nope, I'm tired that's of the it. force. And yeah. that's what I'm saying, is that's why I think that they started it's, deserting is yeah. I think that it was like it it there was an awakening and it started opening and it's like yeah. that's why it's not just that he found family and stormtroopers it's that they like him deserting and all this stuff he felt that and it awakened and I, broom boys out there I think that's but, really cool but I don't think that was 100% done well in the movie I think the, the idea is cool I don't think they executed that perfectly watch it again I, there, there's so much setup. I, I also want to say with uh, was Jono's character was that her Jana. name Janna Janna um, I also kind of got the feeling that that was saying like hey there's a bunch of people that like are currently like working for the first order or final order, whatever you want to call it, that don't want to be here. That like as soon as an excuse for it to stop, a bunch of people are going to desert well, because they're being forced to be there. Guess what? Fuck them. They're all dead because <laughs> they literally no. once they meet the emperor, they're like, we got two choices here. We could ask these people to surrender, or we could just blow oh. all of them up, kill millions of people. Were those fully and staffed? Do you I think? assume so. They were about to go. They were about to take off and go kill every planet in the galaxy. I guess you're right. That's right. So they literally, they, I was like, okay, this is one of those moments where I'm like, 
They really should know. have just asked for a surrender and had everyone just turn it over, and then boom, that could have been the resolution. Because then the ships still exist, planet destroying ships. That's fine, but if Which, everyone like, on board the planet destroying ships are part of the resistance, then all of a sudden you have this amazing army and the ability to actually bring peace to the galaxy with good people. When I look, whereas at- they just kind of destroy, they just were like this. How many people do you think are on that star destroyer? Uh, well, at least a thousand. How many star destroyers are there? A thousand. Let's kill them all. Who was all of them? Because was that? it humans or was it the weird Sith? Like, I mean, the one ship that we I saw inside it was people. What the one ship that we saw inside was what uh, General Pride. But wasn't that one ship that was just like the group that we already knew from Kylo's ship that were on that ship? It's unclear because we didn't see any anyone else. Well, I, I kind of like, thought it was like the still, weird acolytes. I got the assumption that this that the the Final Order was a lot less militaristic and a lot more. Just Blind inherently, followers. inherently evil, sort of well, weird. They, they did a really interesting Sith monsters sort of stuff. <laughs> they did a really interesting thing here, and I think it was a smart directorial choice by JJ. So if you go back and look at the First Order, um, especially in the Last Jedi, it's a lot of people screaming at each other and really, really angry, and their their emotions are like fucking. The spectrum of their emotions is just insane, right? Not the least of which was like Hux, where Hux became this like zany kind of outlandish character. In this, he drew him way back to that cold, sort of almost emotionless uh, empire that we knew from the first three movies. Where, like, even General Pride, he is very, very subtle and subdued in this. And I think he played it great. Uh, that actor, I think Richard Grant is his name. Yes. Uh, is, first off, phenomenal so well. fucking actor. I love the reveal of him being like, oh, I served you in the old war. It's like, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, he, I thought he was great. I thought Hux was great in this, and it's believable that he was like, I don't like Kylo Ren yep. so much that I'm willing to actually be a mole. Risk everything. Risk everything just to make sure this guy doesn't win. And it's like. And then also Pride just taking him out. And Pride like, realizing this and killing. This stuff didn't work like, for me at all. Um, I thought it was all Because I, I liked the, the zany um, oh, First no. Order stuff of them playing, acting, and stuff. And I feel like I feel like this, that this is one element where it's just like there's just no consistency throughout the trilogy where I'm just like, I just don't believe that they're now like the Empire. Like I, and Kylo being angry well, and stuff, I, I totally get. To, but to all the other makes, people just like being weird and uh, super serious. I'm like, I don't but know. to me, it makes sense because one of the reasons why I, I always thought they were like that in originally was because the Emperor was who he was, and he had this weird control and power over people. There's that. There's the concept of like the philosophy of the reason why the um, the Rebel Alliance in the original trilogy was able to then beat the rest of the Empire was because once the Emperor died, a lot of the stormtroopers and a lot of the fighters kind of lost that will. That like drive to be evil and and kill everything, and I think that was sort of what you see here was that the closer they got in the spectrum of the emperor, the more they were just almost like brainwashed and like these almost like robotic like robotic sort of evil things because they were just an extension of his power. And then once that dies, it's almost like of course they're going to be easy to go over. They don't have their driving force anymore. I buy that. That's that's me filling in a lot of mm-hmm. blanks as well yeah, and a lot of like the lore me. from some of the old the things that are no longer canon. Um, but I, I like that concept. But I also just like I, – I also love the dichotomy of the Rebel Alliance being this beautiful, colorful, passionate group of people who are fighting for their lives versus this very cold machine. I just have always loved that concept. And I, it's always backed up with the costume design and, and, and the production design of the ships where, like, the Rebel Alliance is, like, this bright thing. And by the way, I love that touch where she goes into his – where we come out of darkness and she goes into his private quarters and it's stark white. Yeah. I was like, that was I, – I literally turned to my friend and I was like, that's fucking stunning because it yeah. really is just that one choice. I was like, oh, wow. So, the, so inside where his inner sanctum is is light. 
is mm. it, there is something like deep dark like deep down inside of him that's good and but then at the center of that is this podium with this dude yeah. this one little and black, that moment man oh god no, great oh, that's reveal. where you are but that's where you are what a great reveal I, I thought they so were cool. I thought JJ was very clever and the writing team was very clever in uh, using that sort of FMs the force messaging yeah <laughs> I, I thought all of that was really uh, well done well again and smart and well, another it, thing he, set up in the last Jedi <laughs> yeah. where you go. Okay, how are they going to use that? And they, and he, instead of pushing that aside, which they did with the Hodor maneuver, uh, they decided <laughs> one throw. He left, uh, that's not gonna work. Yeah, um, that's a once in a lifetime thing. Uh, like, yeah, all right, sure. Everyone in the audience just fucking cool off on that. It's yeah. not going to happen again. Chad, um, be cool, be cool, Chad. But he looked at that and said, "That's actually a cool concept, right? These people are so powerful in the Force that they can literally transcend space and time and pass shit back and forth to each other." And we saw it with the drop of water, which I always just thought was kind of symbolic, but it turns out was actually a drop of a water. Physical. Yeah. A physical physical thing and I'm like okay and then it has the payoff at the end oh with my God. her passing the lightsaber to him and him having that one beautiful moment where he looks at his old team and goes yeah. sorry. sorry you're about to get fucked right now I, hard I, knowing it's I coming also, like watching it the second time knowing that moment's coming it, it, it's so much even more satisfying <laughs> so where you're just like oh it's gonna happen I will pay $30 right now just to go <laughs> just Uber to a theater cause god damn that moment was so satisfying and I well, we, we kinda sensed it was coming once yeah. Kylo has been killed and once Ben sort of reclaims himself and I said the other day that you know Ben reappears in a fucking old navy crew neck funniest thing you could have said man. and it's so accurate and he's run and he's running and it's like what's this gonna do and he has a blaster and you made that awesome you know he does the no does look the blaster solo. shot yeah. which is really awesome and then meets up and there are the Knights of Ren and they're at the, he's surrounded and where how could he possibly get out of this it sounds like force pushing him at first just and like yeah. the shit out of him. I, I kind of just forgot that Ray had two lightsabers on her yeah. I thought she was just passing hers along and like not only did she have two lightsabers she had Anakin's and Leia's. Leia's. And you're just that, like, that, what the fuck? It's such an interesting thing that they've put so much like affection towards uh, Anakin's lightsaber, where it's like, I kind of would have liked to see, and I get because the, the two colors, them both being blue, was important symbolically, like showing how they are. I mean, that scene at you know? the end where he, I know, he it's fires so it fucking up and cool. she fires it up right yeah. behind him, and you're like, it's so cool. Look at each other, but like, like yes. it's one of those things where it's like, why? Wouldn't she be using Luke's? I honestly, like, it, I will never understand the lack of love and respect they showed the green For the green lightsaber. And it's at least it was in it. At least it was in it, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly think that it's just because the blue and red yeah. look better on a poster. But uh, that having said, so dialing it back a little bit, right? We have this great moment where they're fighting on uh, the bluff in the middle. And they realize... The way I read this moment was that they realized that if they just keep hacking at each other, they're getting nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then Leia interrupts, calls him back. He has one moment where Ben comes out for a second, and then she stabs him. Then she heals him, which I'm seeing. I saw a lot of people that are criticizing the fact that she can heal people like this. You guys should be watching and Mandalorian. Like, they watch set the it up. They set it up the day before. Dude, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't mind it so much because I think she has this weird dark and light in her mm. where she can she can destroy but she can also she also has this dark extreme power to heal. The wise. But what was so cool about this was when she stabs him. Did you notice that when she heals him his scar goes away? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. No. That is <laughs> that's beautiful. Fucking awesome. That's, that uh, is Adam good Driver, story. And I I have I've said it before I said it again. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Fucking actor. In this place it's so subtle where he just has a moment where he looks at her and she goes like she you see Ben you don't see Kylo Ren anymore. You legitimately, as an audience member, go, oh, shit, that's Ben Solo. I wanted to take your hand. Ben's hand. Ben's hand. And you're just like, oh, I 
and she walks up and steals his chip. It's and so then cool. he goes, and then he gets up, and we have the great scene with Harrison Ford. I think yeah. it's a great scene. Oh, I, I think it's no, a phenomenal scene. scene yeah. fucking I fantastic. hadn't thought about it in the context that you're saying where it's like that was Leia, uh, Leia manipulating right. that situation to give him the closure that he needed to make that next jump. Whatever it was, whoever, whatever force God did it, I, th- I thought it was great. And shout out to fucking Harrison Ford for coming back because yep. I'm like, I had no idea he was going to be in this movie. What a head of hair! Good yeah. lord, god damn it, <laughs> too much uh, hair. Takes it, yeah, throws, throws his, his lightsaber. Beautiful. And with the same get... lines from Force Awakens. Yeah, is that what he like, said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have the strength to do. Yeah, that yeah. was. But it was shedding that thing, and then and then obviously probably going to die. Before this though, like even like before the fight, like the when they're just hacking at each other, jumping over the waves. And then there's just the scene of Kylo just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. Just walks Walking through. through it. Awesome. Power, man. Like but these like, two hacking at each other. The lightsaber battle to me worked so well because it wasn't spin dancing. It wasn't this epic fucking like uh, prequel fight or even uh, whatever, you, the Snoke's throne room fight of like the Red Room. Mm-hmm. This was just swords. A sword duel. A passionate sword duel that was just... Striking and blocking when they are stopping and, and, each other's lightsaber. Oh my and, god! And mirroring the conflict of what's happening in in, in the characters, yeah. right? And that's why I like a lot of the stuff in this. Um, some of the action is just action for action's sake, and that that's that is what it is. You mean like the pod racer speeder chase? That, I mean, I, but I it loved fun. it. It was fun, <laughs> but it is just action for action. It's action sake. for action's sake, right? Uh, they could have blown that guy apart probably by just stopping and shooting him. Doesn't matter. But and the fact that they have rocket packs, it's so it's so cool. Sell the toys, they okay? Do you sell the toys, toys yeah. man? <laughs> Whatever. I'm um, buying them. <laughs> um, but this specific scene was one of those uh, uh, to me a perfect blend of. You have to have the characters doing something. Okay, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to fight. But really what we're doing is we're seeing these two characters' inner conflicts coming out and manifesting itself in an action sequence. And that, to me, is where I think a lot – like where I think action movies succeed is that it's not action for action's sake. The action really just serves to do something uh, more globally inspired – or I don't know, I'm getting lost in the weeds here. The action just serves to, to really push the characters forward. And that's, that's where I think a lot of this movie succeeded for me is that – they're fighting, and then they get to that part where he's – he almost looks like he, – he gives her a look when he walks out of the water where he's like, are we really going to fucking do this again? Yeah. Like, do you, re- do you really need me to, do, to push you – like, do we really have to go through this dance one more time? Because we're, we're intrinsically tied together, and we don't know what that's going to look like, but we need to it's find – hot, though. Oh, God, yeah, it's hot. It would have been so we hot. Need, we need to find what that is because that's where our characters are going. And I thought that was where – to me, that was where – Subtly, this movie departs from uh, Return of the Jedi. Is that it really was about them coming together to beat this thing? It really was about them finding that. Where is that compromise point where we are? I am going to take your hand. That that big, the big criticism we all had of Last Jedi of like, well, what, it would have been so much cooler if she did team up with him and take his hand. It happened. It just needed to happen on her terms, not his term. And that term was, I wanted to take your hand, but I wanted to take Ben's hand, not yours. And we see him, and then we have that great moment where he just has a blaster. And he, and he looks at the big chain and he runs and he slams it in and he goes, ow. Oh, yeah. And it's such a great, like, character, fun, they good guy thing. They immediately sort of uh, make him human. It ingratiates yeah. him yeah. to the audience immediately with that one thing. He's vulnerable. He's human. Lands in the middle of his old boys, which, who the fuck are these people? Would have been great to see them in the other film, but now they're just Whatever, these guys. Yeah. Um, and then has to take out his old hey, gang. Hold on, really quick. When they, The first time we see the Knights of Ren... And the stormtroopers like, oh shit, the Knights of Ren, cool. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> all right. But then we get a we get a horrible shot of them on a hill. It's a three sixty degree circle, and you're like, what are they doing? They're just 
Stop. Sell the stop toys. Moving. Uh, sell those stop fucking toys. Yeah. So before, Wait, real quick, before we jump into anything, I just want to uh, touch to something that, that is uh, we see a lot in this little thing that we were talking. Um, Kylo's fighting style. Uh, twice we see him like just dodging, looking like Luke did yeah. at the end of Last cool Jedi, yeah. and it was cool such a cool like. Yeah, that's the dude that trained him. Uh, it was just I loved it. Yeah. I, I do think that they. Uh, there was really nothing talked about with Kylo and Luke in this movie, which is kind of odd to me. I know they they did a really deep dive in Last Jedi about their sort yeah. of relationship, but there, if you watched this movie, you would have never... I, I don't think you would have ever known, had you not been paying attention really, really hard, that Luke and Kylo had this crazy... You know, sort of conflict, and and they, it was master and apprentice. I, I don't. I just. It felt like they totally just washed that away. Well, see, I feel like they did a, a good job with it. Where the moment we see Luke for the first time, when she throws the lightsaber and he catches it, which is just such a Fuck. heartwarming, amazing thing oh. that I'm like, yes. And when he says, "You need to show this some more respect," I was yeah. like, I fucking love that. But then they immediately turn it from the like the "fuck you" to the like, "No, we're gonna build this." I was wrong. When Luke says, "I was wrong," yeah. that to me is the like mentioning of all that and like the when he sits down with Ray and is talking about like like he should have trained her she is well, the granddaughter of Palpatine like that, but he shouldn't Leia have... and I knew that that didn't matter like that's not who you are and like you. I was wrong about Kylo yeah but not mm-hmm. only that she goes what does she do right she fails she's scared of who she is so she rescinds back to this island where her master became this hermit and he says, I was wrong to do this. So great. You're doing the wrong thing. Learn from my mistake. Again, building off of the themes of The Last Jedi, which was failure, and like accepting failure and using it as a, as a, as a, uh, a teaching tool. He goes, I was fucking wrong. And then what does he do? The same thing that Yoda did for him, which was show you the error of your way by pulling his fucking X-wing out of the water. Oh and my I God. started fucking bawling like a child when he did. <laughs> I knew it was that. I like, was like, oh my as God. soon as he caught the lightsaber, which fucking a moment that I'll never forget, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna pull it his X-wing out, and we're gonna see the like him at his full like master level granted he's dead and a force ghost but like here he is what he couldn't do at the end of return of uh, empire. Oh, empire he's doing it god it's so cool i didn't love it he physically caught it and then i realized he caught it with the force and whatever i i i wish they had done it been a little bit less heavy-handed with that where as she throws it it just froze in air and then the camera could pan over to reveal that it was luke there like hey you but, should show more respect the fact that he he actually the fact that he had it in his hand was a fuck you to it's Ryan the Johnson. Uh, it wasn't and a fuck you to Ryan Johnson. It, it was a fuck you to that story choice. <laughs> it was a fuck you to having him throw it over yep, his shoulder. 100%. And I thought that was a little too, let's pull the curtain aside. And I like, love it. I didn't, I didn't so like much. it. I wish they had been a bit more tasteful about that. And Because had they been more tasteful, it would have been a thematically, this is finishing Luke's story arc. The fact that he caught it was a, Hey, everyone in the audience that had a problem with him throwing it over his shoulder, we get it, and we're on your side. And I just thought, like, I'm like, I don't need. It was I a didn't little, need that. It's creating. It's a little more divisive than it's. I it's asking to be. for people super to have a problem with it. It works, especially uh, <laughs> Tim's super work. For another, me. another. <laughs> no, it's super work for me just because if they didn't turn that into I was wrong, and then like these amaz- poignant moments, then it would have just been like, oh, that's just fucked up. But I'm like, no, they they turned that and flipped it, where it's like the Last Jedi really fucking matters, really matters. We can't have these moments without it. That to me is good storytelling, and it, it, that takes away the the fuck you. We also can't have uh, Kelly Marie Tran oh. just stuck 
twice on the rebel base. She gets sent down twice. It's, I have homework to do. I can't go on this trip. Yeah, it's, sorry. It's, <laughs> oh, it was like when I, I try to get invited to your parties, and you guys are like, oh, it's you can't, you can't. We're not. We got to We got a small it's a limit. It's a, yeah. thing. it's a small thing. Okay, I guess I'll stay here then, like, guys. Yeah, yeah. You stay here. You stay. Here. I do. I do <laughs> want to speak on it just for a bit. You know, it. it I, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for everything she I went through. Feel I feel bad think for the Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly yeah. Marie Tran. Yes. Yeah, I think we but can the all agree. I think we can all agree that she got uh, the shitty. She got the jar jar. She got the jar jar treatment. And it's unfortunate. Um, but Jar Jar got turned into a senator. <laughs> but I'll say this: I am glad she wasn't with the group down there. I liked my group the way it was. I, I like Finn and I like Poe and I like Ray and I like C three PO. And uh, and Slugman, whatever the hell, yeah, Blurter, <laughs> and and uh, BB-8. You know, I, I enjoy their dynamic. I didn't miss that she wasn't there, uh, but I do think that that one scene was just totally telling the audience, everybody who hated her, and kind of they're like, it, don't and, worry, she's not going to be. Yeah, hey, we're satisfying here. you guys. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of that's see, the vibe that I got. Here's the thing, though, is I feel like if they they didn't explain it, everyone would be like, where's Rose? Why isn't sure. she part like, of they it? Did so it's such like a, that's uh, the thing where it's like I feel like they did a good job of giving people what they want, but that wasn't the intention of those moments. I think yeah. the intention was plot driven, where they're like, we need to explain this somehow. Yeah, sure. But also I, the fact that like you have five characters on screen for the most. What was it? Chewie, Chewie, C three PO, Poe, Finn, and Ray. For the most part, that's five fucking people on screen. That's the, the, enough. The cockpit's full. We're done. Beautiful. We don't full. need that many. We don't. Need, there's like it's it's more. It's impossible to tell stories that are that compelling with this many people. She walks in in the middle of the like, well, I can just sit there. Like, ah, no, that's my box. You can't touch the floor because it's yeah. nice. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not to say that you can't do it, but that is a lot of characters sharing the screen. It's for the time. slug yeah. guy. And it's a lot of things to give these head. people to do when they're stuck in a fucking snake. Whole whatever thing, yeah. which I thought was a cool scene. Also, I thought that was uh, good. An- yeah. another head- subverting expectations in a great way. They they like start sinking and stuff, and it's like they're dead. there's that moment where it just sits on it, and you're like, what's going to happen? Everyone expects it to explode or some shit to go on because we've seen that in Star Wars. So well, I thought she was going to lift them up with a force, but then that doesn't happen. It cuts away. We don't get back to that for like. Two scenes. Yeah. God, and we get the, back to uh, it. We get such good comedy of uh, C three people being like, I- "I'm here." You didn't ask, but it's it, like you know, yeah. I am. You didn't oh, mention God. my name, Sam, yeah. but I'm okay. There's what so a great big, I, I, dude, I was almost like, "Yo, would you be a little fucking nicer to C three PO?" He's my nah, guy. That was funny. And then it he started talking. I was like, "Nah, make fun of him." Just it was funny as hell. Um, I, I will say that the uh, one heavy-handed sort of moment that I didn't really love was when they are on that giant festival planet. And the little girl was like, "What's your last name yeah. or whatever?" Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. I I thought it was a bit I, much. I, well, yeah. I think that they needed to introduce that element of her not having a lineage, a, a family name. They just had to get that I in there. I feel like they did such a like the, like that's such a thing from the last movie where she. Like, but you know, they just yeah, had to introduce it in this movie. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. god, it was, I, it was poor. Yeah. I I did. But it, also it that that was the setup that we needed for her to get the necklace that then he steals. I was to fine find with the them. necklace. Yeah, didn't need the lie. I, I will say that it's the. It is the thing that I probably dislike the most in terms of watching it and getting a feeling of uh, this kind of sucks. But the reason why I like this movie more than The Last Jedi is because this movie never had a f- space flying Leia and this movie didn't have Canto Bite. And I, uh, where those moments, uh, obviously Space Leia didn't take that much of screen time, but Canto Bite Took enough. was a long time and... In my opinion, none of it was good. Completely And irrelevant. I hated, like, really all yeah. of it. And it was prequel level bad to me. And this movie didn't have anything that bad. And, uh, and yeah, that's why I, I walked out 
pretty satisfied, even though there's a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> Do you think that during that scene where the the little alien girl was asking her her last name? Do you think they have an alternate take where Ray's like, I'm just here by myself, and the girl goes, Ray, solo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was the take? That they, probably, that they shot? probably. That'd be so, hilarious if they shot that just for a deleted scene. Like, oh, we're joking, guys. We were not gonna <laughs> that was dumb, too. Uh, we have to talk about the final moments of her lightsaber, the force happening, pulling up the other fucking lightsaber, well, all this epic stuff. Before and then that, the the, I, the, first off, the, the, a couple of things that I didn't like. I don't love that he just randomly introduced that Leia was, had a lightsaber. That stuff kind of came out of left field. I, I like the concept of it. It was poorly supported, where he just opens up a little cabinet drawer and is like, hey, take this. is Leia's lightsaber. I'm like, I really wish that was supported or, or set up in the other films. Um, but how do we feel about her being a Palpatine? I mean, it, it had to happen for this movie. Like, literally this movie, it turns out from the very Italian. beginning, it's just like, hey, we don't have bad guys. Here's your bad guys. Uh, who's the bad guy? Well, we have to make it related to the character. It's like that's just it. All of this, it's the intrinsic thing where mm. every element had to be what it was for this movie to work or else we would hate this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I think her arc would have been so much more weak had she not had anything to really overcome. Mm. If it was just defeating Kylo and the First Order or whatever, I don't think that would have been satisfactory. Because we've already seen that twice. Yeah, I, th- I think her having to battle out of... I am not what my blood is. I am not who my family is. I am something more than that. We can. You are not who your parents are. You aren't what your bloodline is. I love that whole message. I think yeah. it's cool. Uh, yeah, I think that... I mean, I, the second they said it, I was like, that's going to be one that's divisive. I, I feel like it works. The justification like, they, There was fine. a lot of theories uh. when Force Awakens came out because of her fighting style that, like, oh, it looks a lot like what we saw um, Palpatine when he, like, goes, like, and fights in the... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she she does this thing. Her where fight she, like, style totally yeah. changes between each movie. But she's this. trained, so like true, initially, true. Okay. It's, By a different you know, master each time. Yeah. Raw. Yeah. Um, I I think it's I think it was cool. A lot of people were like, "What did he have a kid?" I'm like, "He was Man, whenever like he what? wanted to. He was a fucking senator. He was banging out everything. Probably. He was probably like sixty yeah. when he came to po- fifty when he came to power. So like, it, it's not inconceivable that he had a family. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so much like, that when it comes to the Palpatine, it's really just the Palpatine stuff in this movie. Just don't ask questions. It's like they're telling you what it is, yeah. and that's not good. Like that, no, that yeah. does not no, make no, this no, a good no. movie. But it makes it the movie that it is. Yeah. And the moment that you you start picking it apart, it doesn't become a fun movie. It becomes a bad movie. Whereas if you just listen to it and you're like, all right, she's a Palpatine, and they're here and the Death Star ships, you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah. But um, is she a Palpatine or is she a Skywalker? Yeah. You are who you I say don't. You are. Yeah, I, I, I don't love her just randomly taking that last name. I understand. I, oh I understand it. I, I was just it. like, I don't know, man. I, I can't I, just appropriate that. When we went, Skywalker's to, dead. When we when we went to get lunch afterwards, and uh, and I I mentioned that I, I wish it would have ended on. I thought it was gonna end on what's your last name? And she looks and sees Luke and Leia. Turns around and and then credits. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that would have been kind of neat. I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's I still, love. it still it it hit the emotional notes it needed to. Yep. I teared up i had mm-hmm. uh i was ugly crying during all the high action with her and kylo you know those the, those moments where you are just so 
I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm feeling every emotion right now in my body. I'm I'm stoked as hell, but I'm also crying because I realize that this is all just so nostalgic, and we're all going to be dead soon, sort of shit. You know, like <laughs> we're getting old. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, when she the, the couple moments for me that that really worked. I think the ending for me was I think she had to say Skywalker because I think it was about the choice of her choosing her own destiny and and shedding the fact that she was she comes from this bad lineage and just choosing to be good and choosing to go forward, right? Which is what Star Wars has pretty much always been about. But uh, one of the things that the scenes that I thought was just stand out for me was he comes back. She's dead. Fucking first off, shocking. Whatever the hell they did to get that effect of her being like a dead corpse in his arms was like off. It's crazy because it reminds me so much of uh, Transformers. When he uh, Optimus when goes, color was out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's horrible. just like there was a moment where she dies, and like you feel it. You feel it. Yeah. yeah. And then he brings her back. You see her hand move. That part, and then she looks at him and she says, "Ben," and they kiss, and he smiles, like laughs. He has yeah. that Adam Driver like laugh, and what? they kiss, and then he dies. Him like, smiling, just, I was tears. But dude. the part that so emotional gutted me was Leia's hand, and how they. They moved R2 yeah. as he's standing over her deathbed, and he just kind of shook a little bit. I yeah. was like, oh, I can't. For, for Leia me- holding the medal yeah. that we later see put on Chewie. That is fan service at its god. I didn't need I that loved part. It. That's that. No, I was like, I, what? I, I fucking it. loved it because we're seeing all the celebration. Everyone's making out. Everyone's kissing and shit except for Poe. And all of a sudden, Maz Kanata's there, and you're like, are they going to kiss? They set that up in the first definitely movie. definitely going to kiss. No, she's going to give him the fucking medal that Leia never gave him but was about to give him. Let's fucking go. And I, by the way, Puppet Maz. Oh, Interesting. Yes. I it was, not, it was not CG puppet. Yeah, that I saw. I saw the uh, the guy who sort of headed up wow. the, the the puppetry uh, division or whatever the hell, and was like, <laughs> "Hey, we had re- two, three really cool things we worked on, and it was uh, Babu Freak." And Babu Freak. Babu Freak was, the, Babu oh, was, it was fucking the, awesome. It was the awesome. big slug man, and it was. Uh, um, Maz. Maz Kanata, and I was like, "Oh shit, Maz was not CG. That's interesting." Um, as far as Chewie moments go, I just want to take a moment to like talk about when they oh, find God, out that, that Leia died and Chewie mean. like collapses and starts like freaking out, freaking like your out, dad cry for the and first it's just time. yeah, it I was like, like holy it. shit, that moment hit hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Baba Freak, let's talk about Baba Freak, dude, man. my man. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> I'm all about I like what? Goddamn, go blank. So many of his lines were funny. Uh, I, I we, we got <laughs> great. We got sort of that similar. Uh, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. We got yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of moment where C three PO kind of comes to and says. Hello, I am C-3PO, human cyber relations. I am Babu Freak. <laughs> later, it's just like, like oh, my He's best my friend, oldest friend. My oldest friend. <laughs> my oldest, my friend. oldest friends. Yeah, goddamn. God, uh, God. I, I loved all that setup. I thought they, every, most of the new characters, I think, I'll say all the new characters introduced, I, I enjoyed, and I don't feel, I didn't feel that when they were on screen, they were a burden to the audience, mm-hmm. you know? Well, with the I, exception of that Lando moment at the that end. Was it. That was where, That was the only moment with a new character. I was like, I was, I, I, like what the fuck is he I liked to introduce Lando because Lando helped Poe realize his, what he needed to be, which mm-hmm. was the leader of the yeah. resistance mm-hmm. now. I thought that was fine. Um, I, I, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought with that. What was it? What were we just talking oh, about? A new Babu. Character, oh, Babu the, uh, the Stormtrooper character. Chana. So I like her. I, she didn't need to be in this, but what I liked her, about her character opposite Poe was that she had Finn. Finn, excuse me, was that she, unlike Rose, had inner conflict as well, right? She, they were this nomadic tribe looking for a mission, looking for a purpose, and looking for a way to like to to take it back to these people that had been their captors for a while. And so I thought I I, I liked their back and forth. The big criticism I had with 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 Rose in the Last Jedi as opposed to Finn was that she was always just this sort of like altruistic compass that was pointing north 
and she at never at any point was like a three dimensional character to me. Whereas this character gets introduced immediately, I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, you feel you feel real to me. Mm-hmm. You feel like someone that could actually be Finn's friend because you have similar background to him, and you're similarly fucked up, and you've got dimensions, and you've got depth in your character." I didn't need them to be in that. Uh, I thought that one of the one of the weird plot points of the movie, which was um, kind of silly when you start thinking about it, was like Chewie gets captured. She feels that Chewie's up on the ship. And then they just immediately go raid the ship where they're almost certainly going to get captured for this, which was dumb. Well, they had the medallion that let them go through, which I thought was an interesting little it's MacGuffin. A lot, it's a lot like, of quick hey, MacGuffins. Just lets us all Any go through singular anything. plot point in the first like hour and 30 minutes of this just movie is silly screen. and stupid. Yeah. And like it's like uh, mm. the dagger. Oh, it has a thing. Oh, C-3PO can read it. Oh, but he can't translate it. We need to wipe his memory. Why? Kind Why? of, maybe, uh, whatever. No, yeah. There's just a lot of things going on, and none of them are great. No. And then she pulls the dagger out, and it's like... Oh, all right, I guess pointing right there. Pointing, it's like all of that is it's straight up stupid, but it's over, and then, then you just move on. You're like, hey, cool, let's get to the cool um, shit. What I wish they had done though was instead of introducing those new stormtrooper characters, which they needed to spend much more time on for me to, we needed to be like with those characters for a while to really feel like what they were what they were going through. I feel like I only really knew her. I can't even remember anything. I don't. Other think yeah, there, I, I, I mean, there I, were I other people see, on the horse, but we didn't yeah. we didn't really get introduced yeah. to them. It's just not a. It was it was a poorly executed like uh, character to introduce. But what I wanted, what what I think should have done was that Chewie should have been on that ship, and when they were when they were attacking that main ship, that needed to be that could have been a really cool story beat of like, oh, we're going to give Finn something to do. He's an ex stormtrooper. He's going to go with these people onto that ship to save Chewie before they blow it up, before they can blow up the entire fleet. Would have given him a third plan of action. I loved Finn when they do get on the ship and they get off, and Finn's like running, and they're like, "Where do we go?" And Finn goes, "I don't know. Follow me." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh man, that is such a. In the same way that Force Awakens started, and the first line of the movie is, uh, "We're gonna, we're gonna make this right." Like that was this for me, where it's like, right. "Hey JJ, what are we doing with this?" I don't know. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but that also, also l- lends credence to the the theory of him being totally. Yeah, force. That, that does work. That that's true. Yeah. Some uh, may the facts be with you here. Tons of cameos in this movie. Tons of fun things. What's I, up? There's a specific cameo that I'm curious. Do you know who they are? John Williams. Was John Williams is yeah. awesome. He, Where is he? Uh, on Pasana, the desert planet. Uh, when there's the music playing, he's the conductor. Oh, which that's is dope. awesome. Uh, that's cool. That song on Pasana was written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm. Oh. So that's pretty fun. What's what's the up? two stormtroopers that Leia or not Leia that Ray? Um, you know, mine. Like, in fact, you're happy we're here. Yeah, oh, I'm like, so glad oh, you're dude, here. We're, yeah, <laughs> stoked about this. Uh, do you have any like? Do we know who that is? Because their voices sounded really memorable. I'm they going. Sound I'm going to read this yeah. wiki thing because it actually has a shit ton of stuff okay. here. Uh, Jody Corner and Billy Howell briefly appear as Ray's mother and father. Uh, Mike Quinn and Kip saying Rolich return as the performer and voice of Nyan Nyan. Little, oh, little shit. They actually got that bit. guy back? Yeah. That's cool. um, Dennis Lawson makes a brief appearance as Wedge. Which was Dennis Lawson? Wedge Antilles. Oh, okay. From A New Hope. His first time back in this shit, but like, like, did you catch that? Was he actually Wedge? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's I, flying I one of the ships. that moment. He's on it for like three seconds, but he is one of the guys that, that you see in the cockpit. Was Anthony Daniels one of the guys in the, he the was, cockpit too? He was, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Then we got Warwick Davis makes a brief appearance as Wicket, the leader of the Ewoks. Awesome. Uh, I love that they just just pop up and like high five. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Also, that ship looked like it had been split in half in the same way they'd hold it. Whatever. (laughs) So John Williams cameos as uh, Kajimi bartender and Lin Manuel Miranda cameos as a resistance trooper. Jeff Garland and Kevin Smith have roles in the film. That's all we know. Hmm. Maybe it's them. Hmm. I don't know. That might have been them. that. Yeah, Jeff well, Garland. No. That's awesome. I mean, I he mean, definitely, they definitely weren't also. in the suits. 
Uh, and then, you fat fuck, Jeff. Actors making uh, vocal cameos include Andy Serkis as Supreme Leader Snoke, James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, and the voices of the Jedi past that... Uh, what a cool <laughs> moment. Fuck me, that oh moment. Oh, my God. I was like, did they get Liam Neeson? I was like, was that Liam Neeson? Oh, man. Did they yeah. get Liam Neeson? 100%. Dude, yeah. Is that got... Ewan McGregor? Like, what the fuck? Voice of the Jedi passed with Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, Olivia de Abao as Luminara Unduli, Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano, who's the like main character of Clone Wars. That's and so stuff. cool. Uh, Jennifer Hale Rebel. as Ayla Clone Sakura. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu, Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Frank Oz as Yoda, Angelique Perrin as Adi Gala, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. as Canon, and Kanan, Kanan, I think. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, Rebels guy. Yeah, yeah Rebels yeah. dude, and Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon motherfucker. I heard Jim. Qui-Gon's voice, I was like, huh, that's really powerful. So, so here we go, guys. Real quick. Obi-Wan says, these are your final steps, Ray. Rise and take them. Anakin says, Ray. Ahsoka says, Ray. Kanan says, Ray. Anakin says, bring back the balance, Ray, as I did. Ahsoka says, the light, find the light, Ray. Qui-Gon says, every Jedi who ever lived lives in you. Anakin says, the force surrounds you, Ray. Mace says, feel the force flowing through you, Ray. Anakin says, let it lift you. Ahsoka says, rise, Ray. Qui-Gon says, we stand behind you, Ray. Old Obi-Wan says, Ray. Yoda says, rise in the force. Kanan says, in the heart of the Jedi lies her strength. Obi-Wan says, rise. Qui-Gon says, rise. And then Luke ends it saying, Ray, the force will be with you always. The the first time Anakin speaks, hard nipples right now. Man. What, right. Was that was that was also um, Hayden Christensen? Because yeah. like that first voice sounded very different to me. Oh, he's aged. Huh. Well, no, I mean the, the second not been but kind but to the, the second time he spoke, it sounded like Hayden Christensen. Well, it definitely wasn't yeah. the original guy because that dude's been dead for a while. Uh. Yeah, it was always him. But from yeah. what I could tell, it was yeah. always him. Not, Jake Lloyd, the little kid? No, no, uh, the guy that played Anakin Vader. In, in Vader when yeah. he took Vader. Oh yeah, yeah. oh, and that gotcha. guy's gotcha. been dead. For yeah, a while. no, no, no. And actually, I think David. Uh, David Prowse has been is dead as well. It, did he? Did he? But I think so. Huh. No one ever. Really maybe he's still alive. I think no he's still alive because really yeah, they, they did that. Yeah, documented with the scene. Um, but I I fucking love this scene. I I I love that she gets up and I love that she grabs both. It's crazy and silly and and fucking daffy. But when she does that and then die, I was like, oh, she's gonna die. I was so cool. And then of course Ben coming in and being like, "No, you you can't be the one to die." Like I I have to. I but also to sacrifice learning myself. what she taught him. Yeah. Also a cool callback to the beginning where she is levitating, doing her training, and she's like, "They're not I can't listening." Hear anyone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's she saying? Uh, they're not with me. me. Be with me. They're, okay. not, they're with me. not with me. Yeah, that that whole moment that when was that happens. Such good payoff. But yeah, when that happens though, initially I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" About? But they weren't right? with her because she was Sith. Like because she was she was she conflicted. had conflict. Yeah. She did, they didn't know. Like she was, she wasn't in touch with the, the full Jedi Order because she might have been the fucking Empress. You know what I yeah. mean? I thought that was so. Cool. And then when she makes that choice, like life or death, and I know I get it. Yes, it's Return of the Jedi. In order to beat this person, she has to be willing to die for it. But when she makes that choice, and then she does it, and she hear, and you hear all the the voices actually come to her for the first time, and like she is finally a Jedi. So, yeah. so fucking it's so hype. Cool. It's like that's the it's the coolest thing fucking ever. Except it's not. It should have been just a little cool. This is a perfect example to me of like this is pure fan service. Just fucking if you're gonna go to ten, go to eleven, man. Do the lines, have them hear it, and then 
Harry Potter it, man. Let yeah. me see. I wanted to see fucking lightsaber Force Ghost lightsabers. Just no, no, that would that would I think that would have them just stand there just for the visual, man. Just for the end game portal moment of like we got the audio. I want to see them. I want to see Hayden Christensen again, man. No. I want to see him like back in this movie. Like Let's show see Jar Jar the back. That's a me too. Show them some some type of like, I hey man, the saga actually ends. I feel like this movie, for all that it does right, I think it does not nail the promise of the marketing that is the see, end of the saga. To me, this is not. Uh-huh. We have to be careful when we keep saying everything's fan service because that there's a lot of stuff in this movie that yes is fan service. Chewie getting the medal at the end is a completely unnecessary uh, makeup uh, or make good. For something that was not even a real issue in the first one, right? Like that to me, I was like, I did not need that. When they didn't hug or whatever, yeah, I Fucking was like, I don't who, care. Whatever. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> that was just they were making no, a the movie. The hug thing they, is like that's like some story problems. Whatever. Yeah. They were to me the the metal thing. That stuff is is silly, right? But this is not fan service, and we have to stop. We because this is the term being thrown around right now. Oh, it's too much fan service in this. This is not fan service. This is a uh, uh, the payoff. For a very for three movies of store of character arc for Ray, and her finally becoming a part of the of the the thousands of generations that are living within her is a beautiful moment that I personally think is just good storytelling. Like I don't I didn't I granted if all the lightsabers popped up I'd have like all right I'm hard as fucking but I didn't need that because I thought her performance in that moment was so good and then just hearing those voices and then seeing her alone in this dark space. And but he but knowing that there's people with her, I thought was just a really 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 powerful moment. I love their decision to have the voices not be well to be all the Jedi we know, but also to have ones yeah. that we, we don't know. Oh, when I heard Ahsoka's voice, I was like, okay, yeah, it's okay. cool. Yeah. It's really cool that it's like all the Jedi we saw that we had any understanding of, like the ones that died in Revenge of the Sith during the Order sixty six. We hear them all. Like, what about the two guys cool. that that just sort of stood there when Yadi Mundi when, with the forehead with the long ass head? No, I was gonna say the two guys that were oh, just like Palpatine standing. Got Taken out <laughs> that we're just standing with Yoda, where Palpatine jump and they're just like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, so fast. They didn't, like, uh, they, they didn't call like, Ray. They're like, Hey, Ray, yeah. my bad. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we were we shocked, it. but it, it wasn't with Yoda, it was with uh, what's his face, Mace Windu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, um, I mean, real, oh, go ahead. I just want to talk about a moment that I really, really liked is when um, Kylo gets thrown off the like weird. Just into the pit. Yeah, into the pit. And he's like, as I fell, so shall. Sorry. <laughs> so shall the last Skywalker. It was like, oh shit, he's still mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's still pissed about that. Um, the the force lightning going up and sort of uh, taking down all the electronics on the ships. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. It, all this is just so like anime. This is so Dragon Ball Z. Yep, all this shit. Totally he did it with his hands. Yeah. Just all the ships. Um, the, the thing that I didn't lo- love and kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I didn't need her having two lightsabers to repel the lightning. Like, I get what it does visually, but I would have rather it just been force power versus force yeah. power sort of stuff because I, I I, don't know. It's I also weird. It's like someone, you know, it was actually hitting right. somebody with an energy beam and somebody like has like a, a normal sword that they're just kind of like, I don't know. It's like this is a physical a lightsaber. It's a physical laser though. Like, well, we've yeah. seen them reflect lightsabers. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think to Andy's yeah. point is like it, it should have been the inner power of her, and the fact that she had to have that manifested in a physical. It was pool a spirit. It was kind a of cheapens it a little bit thing to yeah. uh, weaponize. Like I would have liked it if she didn't need any of the lightsabers at all, and she could have just stopped it with her hand and been like, "I'm I'm so powerful right now that all this electricity is just going to stop." Similar to how, and I think it was in this movie that they did a fucking awesome effect 
where like the the force powers were fucking pushing the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Like Kylo, actual it was yeah, lightsaber her. pushes her lightsaber. That was so fucking rad. So cool. But that's what I had expected in this. Yeah. But she was gonna when she got in touch, she would have dropped the lightsabers. Like I don't need these weapons anymore. I have this power in me, and I could stop him like that. And then by doing that, would have drained herself and died, just like Baby Yoda goes. Ugh, and then has the my thing is this nap. scene was fucking ten out of ten awesome, mm-hmm. and I think that there's an endless amount of ten out of ten awesome versions of it. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. It's just like, I, I thought, change this up, change what, that up, yeah. add this, take this out. It's fucking cool. It I was. I did think it felt a little anticlimactic just having him melt away f- from the actual, his own lightning hitting him back. And I feel like, I, he, she still kind of killed him. You know, and like that was like what needed to happen to push her to the Sith. Um, I think what I would have liked is for somehow Benda have come out and finished it and actually killed the Emperor and like that would have been the end of that would have been too it, much. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah. the thing is, like Kevin's right, right? Because then it would have been the, the Skywalkers really fulfilling their destiny back, yeah. and ending it all. I'm kind of with that. Where I had thought originally that they were going to, um, I thought because they were setting up like that, that it, that it was going to be a square off where she um, she almost fails, and then together he comes in and does the final blow mm-hmm. but that kills him. Right. I thought that's where it was going to go. Again, I'm happy million, with the way it worked out. But, on yeah. And like cool that also could have been a thing of like. He's killed by the lightning in the same way that uh, Anakin, Anakin was killed. Right? Yeah. Greg's on the shock mic right now. You missed Watto earlier. Oh, shit. Was he here? No, yeah, yeah. He was you mad. Dark Watto. Yeah. 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 Sith Watto was Sith crazy. Watto. Gosh, yeah. man. That's crazy. Yeah. I heard there's some stuff going on, on on Slack for Andy to do. That'll be oh, cool Jesus. maybe this afternoon, but that's a different story. Uh, it's about Watto. Don't oh. worry. Don't look now. It'll okay. totally... Don't worry. It's, not, it's, <laughs> it's a fun thing. Uh, I just wanted to pop in for a rare canceled, uh, uh, Greg Miller in review Star Wars appearance. I don't think I have ever. I no, no, never. No. Uh, I just wanted to say that as a new Star Wars fan, right? I mean, as somebody who I think for the first time went into one of these movies, like, I actually fucking am really into Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right now, yeah. I fucking adored this movie. I like When we went and saw it the second time at Lucas, uh, three-fourths of the way through, in my head, I was watching, I'm just like... How can anyone not like this? Like, and I don't get me wrong, I understand not liking decisions, choices, this, that, that. But and like, as the Batman v Superman guy, I get why people fucking hate Batman v Superman. I get that. But watching this, I can't. I I just love this movie so much. I had such jump. a great time. Yeah, I was so happy. This is when we watched Force Awakens, and we came back and did the the review for that. If you remember, I was like, I was what? A, that's the first time I've ever watched a Star Wars film in a theater and been like hanging on it so into it I love this I love the character I love the pace for me that's what uh, the last one which I can never remember the name of Last, last Jedi. Jedi just didn't have for me lacking. where it was they split them all up and they didn't have that camaraderie and it wasn't there so to get back to this and have that again I, I loved this movie so much not that it should matter to anybody but I just wanted to pop in and give another tip of the hat because I loved it so much other that's perspectives nice. Bear Courtney sent his thoughts um, I think it was a fun movie that feels kind of hollow while there are great moments to enjoy at the end it felt like there were no there was no true substance and really begs the question what was the point of this trilogy the second Abrams didn't know what to do with the story he shoved in as much unearned fan service to make us not question anything also the editing was real bad especially in the first act I know I'm coming off super negative but I did have fun and have only seen it once at the time of writing this so maybe I'll feel differently later right now for the purpose of the list I would put it below Last Jedi and above Solo. Below Last Jedi. Because um, remember, he liked Last Jedi and he yeah. wouldn't play Animal Crossing. Yeah, so I, th- I, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's unfortunate because um, to 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 sort of address the white elephant or the white elephant. <laughs> yeah. That was last week. The elephant in the room, right? Is that people? This is this is the antithesis of the Last Jedi, and it sucks because now we're so polarized that it's a it, it's um it's an either or. Yeah, you you look at it, and you go. It's not what they did in the Last Jedi, so I hate it. 
And I look at this and I look at it and I'm like, it's not The Last Jedi, so I like it. And it sucks because I feel like there are good parts of The Last Jedi and I feel like this movie is super fun. And and when I when I walked out, I thought, oh my God, this was a fun movie that surely is going to have every single person who's ever been a Star Wars fan, whether you're a Last Jedi fan or not, come in and go, thank you. It's a fitting end. It's not exactly what they set up in The Last Jedi. It's not exactly what they what they started in The Force Awakens. But we found a middle ground, and it and to me it was an emotional fitting end for a lot of these characters, and it made me it, it made me happy that these movies exist. Then I look at the reviews, and I'm and people are just it's insane tearing this apart, and I'm like, why does it have to be that? Why can't you just? Part of but like I walked, I was like, the fact that it, that currently a movie that I, has of, a higher score than this. Uh, as of yesterday, it was at a fifty-seven percent on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. I was like, come, like this is you. Did you see the audience score? What was the audience score? When I first saw it, it was ninety-two. Yeah. And then now I think it's at like eighty-nine. So that is more, in my opinion, accurate for this movie, right? Yes, it does. It's not as introspective and 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 deep as the Last Jedi. It's much more surface level, but it's a it's a lot of fun. And to me. I just don't understand. Like, I feel like everyone just needs to be like, this is Star Wars. Yeah. Take it for what it is. It's a fun, dumb space adventure with characters that we love, and it's over. Yeah. We're good. Cool. Can you, uh, just so I can see it real quick, put up the rankings? Yeah, I think a lot of it, I, I think a lot of it was just, you know, Last Jedi comes out and Ryan Johnson wants to, uh, he, op- he outright said, I don't want to make movies to please the fans. I yes. want to. I want to make movies to like sort of change what you think and turn things upside down, and I, I I applaud him for wanting to do that. But I I don't blame Ryan Johnson for doing what he wanted to do. I don't blame J.J. Abrams. I I blame Kathleen Kennedy and Disney for not, not having a true real quick video. real quick guys. Sorry to do this. My flight that I'm about to like have to get on in two hours is straight up canceled. Oh, <laughs> so oh. I need to go deal with that real quick. Okay. Um. But uh. So Andy, can you do the haiku review yeah, and bag bag and all that stuff? Um. Just real quick to give my thoughts on where I would rank it. Can you bring this up real quick? Do you quick want to, to rank it first people? and then we can do everything else? Yeah, that's what we're about to do. Um, I mean, I'll just give you the vote and you guys can okay. figure it out later. But um, can you bring this up, Cool Greg? Um, I honestly don't know exactly where I really it's feel a really I'd tough put it one. because it's definitely above Last Jedi for me. Uh, my question is do I put it above uh, Return of the Jedi or Rogue One? Like, I feel like anywhere between four and. Six is so, where I'd put it because Return of the Jedi to me, that last bit is just so freaking good and amazing. And this movie doesn't come anywhere close to that. Return of the Jedi has stuff that makes it more than a movie, but also has a lot of stuff that makes it a bad movie. So that gets complicated yeah. for me. Rogue One has some great elements, um, but I think that I enjoy this one more as a whole. But I think that at the end of the day, I'm going to put it, my vote for now is number six. Okay. Below okay. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to talk about that really quick. Is that, you know, I. I blame Kathleen Kennedy and, and Disney for not having a true vision right. for what the for what the saga should be, and when similar to what they did with um, uh, Lord and Miller yeah. with Solo, I think they should have taken the script and, and said, okay, okay, Ryan Johnson, let's scale it back here. What's you know, I mean, let's I, change I think this. They should have done that they, for all of them, you yeah, know, but, as a whole. But I just think that they they went with whatever he wanted, and then that caused an outrage. Now some of the outrage um, is assholes on the internet that uh, don't feel like these women need to be on screen for a lot and and yeah. one of the hashtags going around is the force is female because they're 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 forcing like these women on screen down our throats and you know that was for the last but, so, but, but yeah. those are idiots right yeah. like th- those are the fucking idiots and those are the ones that harass Kelly Marie Tran mm-hmm. and and Ryan Johnson and stuff and then on the opposite side of it I think that maybe people who like the last Jedi 
uh, overcompensate and then say, oh, fuck those guys. This is the best movie ever made. This movie's perfect. Ryan Johnson could do no wrong. And in the middle, there's a lot of people like me who are just like, I, I like what The Last Jedi had to do. I don't agree with a lot of what it... I don't agree with a lot of the choices. Um, but it's just, yeah, it does suck that we have that we, there are so two it's polar too opposite extremes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 what I wanted, what I would really love to see is now that the 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 nine movies are done, can we just stop making it an either or? Does it have to be? Do we have to compare the Last Jedi to the Rise of Skywalker, or can we just say these are movies that are supposed to be fun? They're not ultimately that important in <laughs> pop culture, and at the end of the day. Because I feel like I, I really do feel like it's it's unfortunate because I think a lot of the reviewers are going in and saying, okay, well, this was obviously a direct reaction to the movie that I loved, and so I have to hate it. Mm. And I yep. and I see that, and when I look at um, when I when I look at when I read a lot of the reviews, I'm like, man, there is such seething hatred for anything that's not Ryan Johnson in this, and it is so. Unbelievably, like the, the parallel between that and then when the Last Jedi came out, how people were hating on that movie because it wasn't what JJ set up. It's just silly. I walked in this movie thinking, I hope this wraps up in a way that is, is somewhat coherent and meaningful on an emotional level to me. And I enjoyed every second of this with Greg. I was, I'm with Greg, where I was like, this is a fun romp. Mm-hmm. Is it ultimately like kind of silly if you start thinking about it? Yeah, the plot points are dumb. But just, I've accepted that The Last Jedi is what it is. I've accepted that there are moments in that movie that I really think are genuinely beautiful and some that I just disagree with fundamentally. Mm-hmm. Don't let – if you haven't watched the movie yet and you've watched this entire review – sorry, we spoiled the shit out of this. But, like, <laughs> go back in and be and just, just go and forgive yeah. what other directors have done. Forgive their vision of if it doesn't 100% align with you and go have fun. It's a yeah. Star Wars movie. I think if you it go – It should in- have a little fan service and a little silliness and a little mm-hmm. horniness and yeah. a little back and forth and a lot of cool lightsabers and action and then go about your fucking day. I think if you go into this movie having been a fan of Last Jedi and knowing that J.J. Abrams retcons a lot of stuff, I think if you go into that movie with that – this movie with that knowledge, you are – off the bat, not going to yeah. like it, and and any of the humor parts, any of the the funny, cool moments that would have been otherwise funny or cool, are immediately like ah, well, this movie sucks anyway. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm not it's trying. Like, to, it's, you know, I'm not but, trying to convince people to like it because I. No, but it's like, but it's it's at the same time, it's like if your team lost in the playoffs and didn't get to go to the Super Bowl. And then you just can't enjoy watching the Super Bowl because your team's not in it. That's what this is. It's like, just watch the fucking game and enjoy it for what it is. It doesn't need to be like, I'm so tired of fans of this beautiful thing that we all love hating on each other just because someone made a a choice here and there. It's like, let's just let it fucking go. Star Wars is Star Wars. It's never going to be an academy. It's never going to be Lord of the Rings, right? And and, and I I don't want to get into a discussion, all jokes aside, Lord of the Rings is, is a lot more philosophically deep than this. Star Wars is supposed to be a fun star adventure in the stars. Let's just let it be that. That's what it is. Let's let it be that. You know? I enjoyed it like I enjoyed a lot of MCU movies. I think they Me too. I think that's why I enjoyed it is because it hit all yeah. those notes. It hit the fun action with the witty dialogue and and Fun back and forth, and I, you know, it's it's just it did everything I needed. I think, it, to do. and it gave me it did it did what I said originally, which is it gave me exactly what I wanted, but just a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's Marvel in a nutshell. If you don't think that, you're I you're wrong. Like <laughs> Marvel gives you the exact same movie over and over again, just a little different. Yeah, yeah. and that's they're good. It was, it was it was satisfying. It it, like yeah. this movie was satisfying. Like it, 
when it ends, it's like, ah, oh, cool. It feels like it's concluding the story. And right. and and, and, oh, to, and to 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 dial it back, like, and again, not not to not to shit on Ryan Johnson because I give him a tremendous amount of credit for going, guys. We have to break out of this cycle of safeness. Because Star Wars isn't Marvel. Star Wars actually is a lot smaller and a lot harder to iterate on than Marvel because Marvel has so many different characters that you can care about. Whereas mm-hmm. really, Star Wars only have like a close. I feel like we're going to start arguing about like, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So, so I know. I want to respond. But this is what I'm saying is like kudos to him for trying. Mm-hmm. It worked for a lot of people. It didn't work for some people. But please just go watch this movie again and just get a fucking big tub of popcorn. Get yourself a gigantic fucking Diet Coke. Have fun with this. Maybe – some of those mini Snickers bites, maybe some mini Twi- Twix bites. Share them with your friend that's sitting next to you and just have fun. I can't wait to rewatch it. I Seven watch it syllables again. in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. What is it? Haiku in review. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Daniel Edmonds says, why could Ray and Ben heal when Anakin could not? Don't think too deeply. <laughs> and I think that just sort of echoes everything we've said this time. Uh, but like, I mean, that, that's too, also like. If you think too hard on it, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, buy, I buy that they can't heal him because that's not a Sith power. That's a Jedi power. Mm-hmm. The fact mm-hmm. that he was told that he could do that as a Sith was a lie yeah. to get him over to the dark side. But I mean, not totally because it seems like um, Sidious found a way to stay alive. Like keep his actual physical body alive. Yeah, Which makes and zero like, sense. We yeah, do yeah, get a throwaway line in the beginning where it's like. Uh, dark Sith science or dark science Sith powers cloning. Do you, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's dark magic. We yeah. know, <laughs> right, Harry Potter. We know it's all done. We know it's all done. Uh, but it's still enjoyable. Ray, <laughs> the nanobiologist says Ray can't masturbate ever again. There's force ghosts. What everywhere? Always judge. It's kind of like a little Yoda ish. Yeah, right yeah there. I like it. Okay. I like it. Scott, uh, no, let's go. J six says uh, I cried way too much. Holy shit, Ray's lightsaber. The orange one, the yellow one. And oh, the, oh, that we yeah. didn't even talk about didn't that. Didn't even talk about that. Beautiful. That was sick. So let me re- reread this. Sorry. Uh, I cried way too much. Holy shit, Ray's lightsaber. Clap for Chewy, chat. Everybody in chat, clap right now for Chewy. Um, Gavocado says, no duel of the fates. Lightspeed skipping is quite great. No green lightsaber? Mm. Yeah. You know, that was one thing that I thought. Tim said that the Star Wars theme playing at the F-11. end was cool. I would have loved it if it was Duel of the Fates when all the ships came in. Because that would have made more sense to me. It was like, it was this grand duel, Click the final duel. But they, 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 they hinted towards Duel of the Fates. Yeah, bring up the ranking. Oh, sorry. Wait. No. I was just going to get rid of it. I thought we were done. With, like, Oh, no, we haven't even ranked it yet. What, what, do we want to pull it up again? No, we got no, 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 to no. do Ragu Bagu first, and then we got to do the other thing. That's it for... No, uh, let, me, let me read one more. Let me do one more haiku and review. Um, let's see here. This one is from... Uh, Schnick, Schnick, three says, um, I am 41. I felt six years old again. Thanks, J.J. Abrams. I really like that one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rad Guys. Talk bad guys. You can follow us on Ragu Bagu Vids. I haven't tweeted in about three months, though. Uh, I am Andy, your host. Uh, one of the rad guys talking bad guys. I'm also joined by Kevin and Nick. And we are ranking uh, the best Star Wars villains in all the whole saga. The list goes as follows. From worst to best right now. Dooku, Jango, Anakin, and uh, the CG from Attack of the Clones. (laughs) Sidious and Vader from um, Revenge of the Sith. Maul and Palpatine from Phantom Menace. Vision from Solo. (laughs) Which is the same one. Yes. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Uh, Dar- uh, General Tarkin and Vader from A New Hope. 
Kylo and the First Order from Force Awakens, Kylo and Smoke from Last Jedi, Krennic from Rogue One, Vader's Choking Hand from Empire Strikes Back, and number one so far is Boba Fett and Palpatine in Return of the Jedi. Where do we think? So, wait, who's the who's the villain? Sidious. Sidious, final form, you know? Uh, Sidious's final form. By the way, that robot arm, awesome. So yeah, awesome. Cool. Uh, I was, I, I mentioned. He was menacing the entire time. This whole, the whole robot arm just seems like something that would, that would have stayed in the concept art form. Yeah. And we would have seen concept art leak three years and later like, oh, and be like, wow, so cool. that would have been cool. I thought it was so cool. So I, cool. As somebody who loves weird tech and mecha shit this was just right up my alley i thought it was really bad especially because we're getting such a zoom in on them the whole time yeah, and then yeah. we zoom out and we and see this huge. giant apparatus it was so badass looking um so i mean put, i, I uh, feel Dark like Sidious? i feel like this was such a crazy evil scary guy the entire time i don't know i to me i i think i'd have to put him very high up where it's like it rivals return of the jedi sidious really Wow, I would put him right underneath that. Yeah, he's above a- Vader from Empire. <sighs> no, nah. no, I, put I would right put him, it, I would put him, I put him bo- underneath that. Then I would put him below Vader from Empire, above Krennic from Rogue One. Let's do that. I'm fine with that because Ben Mendelsohn was great. But, he was great. Yeah, he was great. But, but this was like Emperor on fucking steroids. Yeah. This is great. All right, number three. He lands at number three. Uh, I will put Sidious and the First Order or and the Final, final, final Order. Final put order. his arm. And his arm. And his cool robot arm. And his cool robot arm. <laughs> he didn't have a robot arm. He had a little robot arm. It was like okay. Bill Burris in The Mandalorian. Uh, now it's time to rank these movies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cool, Greg. Let's pull up the list as it stands right now. Uh, number 10, we have Attack of the Clones. Number 9, The Phantom Menace. Number 8, Revenge of the Sith. Number 7, Solo. Number 6, The Last Jedi. Number 5, The Return of the Jedi. Number 4, Rogue One. Number 3, The Force Awakens. At number 2, A New Hope. And at number 1, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Gentlemen, I will start the bidding at... Well, Tim started at number six. He started at six. I was, but but I think it's divided. I, I yeah. want to start it at number seven. Do we think it's better than Solo? I think it's better than Solo. Raise your hands if you think it's better than Solo. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, we don't know where Barrett put his. I think we did. He ranked it on Twitter, but I don't. Do think we want to hit up Tim? Tim? Tim has the information. Well, if you pull it up on Twitter, you can see where he ranked it. I think he. Well, ranked yeah, it but it's right not his. At, it's not. Is it his list? Yeah, he said this or is where our I, list. He said I would rank this below the Last Jedi. So. Oh, that's right. He did say okay. that. You're right. You're cool. right. You're right. So, okay, you're right. Sorry. Uh, I will say that that's where it Who starts. Who thinks for me. it's better than Solo? I think it's better than Solo. Who thinks this movie's better than The Last Jedi? Who thinks this movie's better than Return of the Jedi? Wow. <sighs> I hate wow. this question because this is a. I can't do it. I would rewatch this movie more than it. I would we, Return we, of the it, Jedi, but I think Return of the Jedi might be a better movie over. Like, man, it comes back to the it comes back to the end game Thor Ragnarok stuff. Like, I like Ragnarok more as a movie. It's more rewatchable. It's more my shit. If it's any consolation, it doesn't matter what you vote because this, mathematically, yeah, it can't, it can't happen. Yeah, um, but you can keep talking. I'm sorry, it, I, it was no, a good I point just, you were making because I feel this is gonna, it's interesting because I feel, I would put this just to let you guys know I would put this movie so much higher where it's like the way that it's it ends and like how satisfying like I I think I'd probably put it at number two right now. Whoa. In the list that what? we have, I know that's really high, but it's like I would put. I'm this really up. happy with it. Personally, I would. Again, this list comes down to that weird shit where it's. I don't know if it's better than Return of the Jedi. I, I was in such a different mind space eight weeks ago, think, Nick. But I yeah, do I think know. I enjoy this movie more than Rogue One. I yeah, that's my problem. Is I think it's uh, it's hard because it's as a movie, as fuck, it's yeah. messy as fuck. 
but it gives you all of the emotions that you want out of a final movie, and it wraps everything up nicely. And it is kind of a victory lap around all Star Wars. Yeah, I know. All right, so I'm crying. Who? Fuck. I would put this personally above Rogue One at number four, below Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens recaptured that magic. For me. I don't think it's a better movie than Rogue One, though. Overall, I think Rogue One is just a better made, better told story. Better front to back, plot, front to back. This movie, story. like it, it does lose points to me for being just a hot, so mess. outlandish. It's yeah. a hot mess. Yeah. It's the kind of mess you want to party with once, but I don't know how many times I want to party. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna party with this hot mess a it's lot. The question, so I don't, I can't put it above Rogue One, but the question is, is it better than Return of the Jedi? And I think I know, but I'm conflicted now. We haven't done the final vote. I haven't taken my my hand off the chess piece. No, you have. You definitely have. Did I? Yeah. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's how the final rankings of the Star Wars saga and all of its ancillary movies are as follows. Number one, The Empire Strikes Back. Number two, A New Hope. Number three, The Force Awakens. Number four, Rogue One. Number five. Return of the Jedi. Whoa. Number six, Rise of Skywalker. Number seven, The Last Jedi. Number God. eight, Solo. Number nine, Revenge of the Sith. Number ten, The Phantom Menace. And finally, number eleven, Dead Last, as it's been since it got on the list, Attack of the Clones. And I want every uh, star reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes to go back and just re-score the prequels. Because <laughs> there's not a fucking yeah, chance Yeah, there's in no hell way they would be as high as they would This movie are, should yeah. be... Lower than... Lower than any, any of, of them. the prequels. And again, I think it's just... Honestly, it's the divisive hate that people... I think yeah, people are going I, in super jaded and it sucks. Fear, no, I, I also fear. think it is a, 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 a sort of... A product of the time where... You look back at old games that were reviewed in right. the late 90s, early 2000s, and some of them have really high scores. And it's like, there's no way that game from back then is better than well, X game that came out just recently. You know what I mean? Remember it's also, that like, thing. that's all we had back then. Sure. You had a Star Wars movie, and then it was just a barren landscape of no fun movies like that. So yeah. then we had that, and we had, like, Spider-Man 2. I have a newfound, like, disrespect had. for the prequels after rewatching <laughs> them. As well you should. I um, thought they were okay. Now I hate them. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all pretty uh, Let us know what you... Uh, what your rankings are out there. Tweet at us or leave a comment in the comments below letting us know what your final ranking is. Uh, That's it for us with the Star Wars Cinematic Universe, but we will be back next week uh, with our uh, uh, Mandalorian. We're going to wrap up our Mandalorian review with Episode 8 of The Mandalorian. um, I won't be here. You won't be here. I think I'll be here. Are you? I think I'll I'll, be here. here. Cool. Uh, Kev, do you have any parting thoughts? Uh, Man, I... I'm happy that they concluded it this way that like I walked out of the movie theater being like, ah oh, man, like I felt so satisfied and this is a trilogy that I will rewatch way more often than um, you know, had had this been weaker, it I might have just stuck to the original trilogy. Um so you also think he stuck the landing. I I really think he did with what he had. And I think that as time goes by, this will be better received. Yeah. Um, also, like my personal list of is very different than the list we've put together. I just want to. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. It's like when you watch the Olympics and they do the floor show, or like they do the, the cool pole thing. Yeah. And they stick the landing. You're like, oh, they did well. And then the scores come in, and she just fucked up everything else, but they stuck the landing. I'm like, <laughs> this is kind of what it feels like. Or like she's not getting the gold. She's getting that like That's a bronze. Great point. That's a great but point. But she had a great. <laughs> kind of last thing, but yeah. the couples that came before that. Were, yeah. anyway, Andy, any parting thoughts? Uh, no, man, I can't wait to rewatch it. I, I highly regret not going to Lucasfilm and watching it there, just because I've been itching to see it again. So I can't wait to watch it with my pair, with my dad and my brother and nephew when I go back home for Christmas. Uh, Tim, any parting thoughts? 
Good job. All right, awesome. Yeah. Good. Good job. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being on this ride and this adventure with us. It's our pleasure to serve you. Remember, if you want to be a part of the show uh, and you want to help us out, you can go over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and back us over there. Uh, remember, we're also on podcast services everywhere. So when you listen to this, if you haven't ranked us, please give us a high ranking. And, of course, subscribe to youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Uh, until next week, like, comment, and subscribe. I did the yeah, force. Yeah, the force. Hand.